0: This episode of the Link Up Podcast is brought to you by Moody & Co. CBD is everywhere these days, from supplement and nutrition stores to gas station displays. With so many options, how can anyone make sense of what to buy, how to properly dose, or trust in the quality and purity of the products? Luckily, our friends at Moody & Co. have all your bases covered. Moody & Co.'s products start at their life, hand-grown, and cultivated following strict organic growing practices in the fertile soil of the West Tennessee Delta. Each hemp plant was hand-planted on their family-operated farm, fed only high-quality organic nutrients, and finished their life free of any toxic pesticides and sprays. Moody & Co.'s world-class extraction and manufacturing partners are FDA-grade and CGMP-compliant, so you can be sure each and every product is of the highest quality. What about potency and purity? Each of Moody & Co.'s products is third-party, lab-tested before and after the manufacturing process, and the tests are available for you right on their website. Their website is www.moodyand.co. I'll spell that for you. That's how about that for transparency? Dosing instructions are on each bottle and their tinctures feature graduated droppers so you can be sure you are taking exactly what you need. With all the uncertainty about what goes into the products that go into you, you can rest easy with Moody & Co. CBD. Available at www.moodyan.co, or on the shelf in Memphis and Oxford, Mississippi locations of Nail Bar & Co. Once again, I'll spell that website for you. It's www.moodeand.co. And now to our episode. How long do we have you for? Uh,
1: as long as you want, I guess. Got gotcha. you. I already confessed to him that I'm very lazy on Sunday, so I don't really have other plans except doing laundry. So
2: I think I think everybody should have a day, like a day like that. That's just what I think. Now you know, I totally don't. I don't think he believes in that, like at all, <laughs> because you know he's, he's he gets shit done every single day. You know, he need whatever he wants to do that day. He's gonna get it done.
1: So I'm very successful. That's why you have a podcast and I don't.
0: No, no, no. (laughs) I was just droned into me as a child. We weren't allowed to just do stuff. So you weren't. Oh, sorry. Like we, if you were watching TV when my mom came home, you need to be doing something. Oh. Was it a whole, you got time to lean, you got time to clean. (laughs) That's what they
1: say at like Arby's and stuff. McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) See, my family used to watch TV together.
2: Mm. my family too like when we so we had obviously when we came over we only we didn't even have a TV right Mm -hmm. but eventually we got a little TV and we always used to watch it like at my uncle's house we all came and lived with my uncle when we first moved to America and he got a TV I mean he always had a TV because he'd been here for a while you know Mm -hmm. for a long time and we would watch like the TV shows like all like like funny shows that used to come on you know Mm -hmm. like and um I remember doing that every, like, at least twice a week, no doubt.
1: We used to watch a movie every single night, and we had, like, DVDs in those sleeves, like, tons. I want to say 30, what do you call that, where you have, like, the little books of CDs, and you can, like, flip through it? We had so many of them. We had, like, double-deckers of them and stuff. We watched at least one uh, a night.
0: How many siblings do you have?
1: Just one, younger sister.
0: Are y'all close?
1: Very close. Our goal is to live in the same city, but she keeps moving to cities I don't like.
0: So. Uh,
1: <laughs> this is on her.
0: What cities do you not like and why?
1: Um, I don't like Houston because of the traffic. Okay. And it's so far away from everything. And then she's also in New York City. And I think it's just kind of gross there.
0: I keep seeing New York and I'm like,
2: I think I could live there. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Do you not think it would be way too busy? I, I think know. it's just too. I, I mean, obviously you get used to it over time, right? Like you know, yeah. the, the heck. The, the heck the hecticity of it, I guess, is what it's called. But, like, I don't know. I like it. And I've, Memphis is fast enough for me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But somebody was asking me, would I ever move anywhere else? And you chose New York? No, no. I was oh. like, you know what? I've never really thought about that. they like, what do you mean? I was like, I've always just planned on being a Memphian. Like, I lived here. When well, we moved here and I've always been here. Like, I don't know anybody really mm-hmm. outside of Memphis that's, like, close to me and stuff.
1: That's crazy. I've only, like, the longest I've lived in one city is six years, and I always joke that I'm not trying to break any records, and this is, like, year five for me in Mm -hmm. Memphis, so maybe in a couple years, I'll go somewhere else.
0: Did work or school bring you here? Um, Or neither?
1: School, grad school. I went to Memphis teacher residency. Mm -hmm.
0: So out of all the places you live, what's your favorite?
1: Um... Probably Xiamen. So in China, it's like a really small island across from Taiwan. Uh And I think in part because it's like my childhood home. And so obviously it's the best place. And then it had a beach. It was just really fun.
3: And
0: when did you move here to the States? 18. Oh, wow. Really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Was it an adjustment or?
1: It was, yes. More than I expected because... Things I didn't think would shock me did, like going to the grocery store and like looking at the aisles and aisles of chips. I was like, every mm. bag of chips is ginormous. And there's so many choices of everything. It was so overwhelming to go to a grocery store or like at McDonald's, the small size cup is the medium size in China. <laughs> I know. And like, when you order food, everything is just ready for you. So, like the you order food from McDonald's, and then the waiter will just or the cash register person will just turn around and grab it and then hmm. give it to you. It's so quick.
2: I don't. I don't think I could ever live in like a smaller country, or like in a like. In, I could live in a smaller country probably, but not like a country, not in the country part where like. Go to the grocery stores like once every like two weeks kind of thing. You know? Oh, God. Yeah. I, I don't know if I, I could do that.
1: See, I couldn't do that either because like I call it a small city and it's considered small in China, but it's because there's only like two million people there. Oh, so that's, it's, a like, that's big. That's
3: yeah. fucking big. <laughs> so it's like very,
1: very tiny. Only two million people.
0: <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So you could see yourself moving back to China?
1: Probably not because I feel like I've worked really hard. Um. To stay in the States, like I got my, I have a master's degree now in teaching English, and I was teaching English in China um, mm. at 17. So I was like, I didn't need all this degree if I'm just going to teach in China, so I might as well stay here.
0: And what do you teach here?
1: Uh, English as a second language.
0: Hey, but you're just like third grade, right? First. First, first, the first. The babies. Because you said they're better.
1: They are, oh, they're the best. Second grade is the best. Yeah. First grade is good, too. They just like want to listen and they want to try. And they pick things up so fast. It's insane.
0: So what is, like, the third and beyond? What What's, like, the disconnect with
1: them? They just get moody.
0: Mm. <laughs> There's,
1: like, a lot of hormones. And then they want to, like, date people. And they're, like... In
0: third grade? Yes.
1: They're, like, I can't get grouped with this person. They Because they're, like, giggling at each other. <laughs> or, like, they can't... They're, like, oh, I can't be seen in wearing this shirt. <laughs> people are going to make fun of me. Or, like, I got to take out this prime drink at lunch everyone needs to see what i'm eating it's just crazy it's wow. too much
2: mm-hmm. do you remember being like that i mean like no. people like that in, out in school yeah. i don't remember people being like being in school maybe it's like the but we didn't technology have social age. media yeah media mm-hmm. and all
0: that shit
1: yeah every kid has a phone it's crazy they have tiktoks and youtubes and stuff
0: kids in elementary school have tiktok and
1: mm-hmm. they're all at least they're scrolling tiktok if they don't have their own account they're definitely looking at it
0: that's can wow. you use your phone while you're in class
1: Oh, definitely not. And we don't let them take out their phones either. But it's a lot easier when you're in elementary school versus, like, middle school. Yeah. But they'll still, like, do TikTok dances, sing TikTok songs. And, like, one of my kids had, like, a TikTok mask when they had to, like, wear mask all the time in school.
2: Wow. <laughs> do parents not – are parents not afraid that the kid's going to get, like, taken? Because, you know, like, all oh. those different groups and stuff like that out there? Like, predators? I don't,
1: I don't know. I would be more concerned about them just seeing inappropriate stuff. But I don't know, I'm not a parent, so.
0: Wow. So (laughs) did you always want to be a teacher?
1: Oh, yes, definitely. I always wanted to be a teacher. I used to try and make my sister uh, be my student. Like, I would be like, okay, cut sit down. I give her a little coloring book to do, and it would only last five minutes because she's like, it got tired of me bossing her around. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I know. And then my first job that I had when I was 16, she and I went to a public elementary school, and we taught English there. It was, yeah, it was crazy because our, on our interview, we biked over, um, I was biking. She was on the back of the bike and we slipped in a humongous mud puddle and I ripped my knee apart practically and had a roll up my pant leg. We found a hose. We hose ourselves off. We go to this interview. We're dripping wet. There's blood pouring down my knee. They send me to the school nurse and we do some shit little lesson and they <laughs> hired us.
0: <laughs> so what did you think about America before you came to America? Mm. And did it, lead, like, live up to what you thought, or was it different or worse? or?
1: Well, I had come to the States a couple of times. Like, I came once when I was, I think, 12. Mm-hmm. And then once younger than that, like, maybe seven. I don't remember. But um, So I had ex- some experience. Like, it wasn't completely foreign. And we used to watch a ton of American shows and American movies. Um, in fact, every movie we watched was American. So... I don't know about like what was different than what I expected. I guess just seeing things in color in person is different. Like like I said about the grocery aisles, like how big they were. Yeah. Or like the size of stuff was really big. And like the dependence on cars was kind of weird to experience, but everything else was kind of like, okay, I expected this.
0: Now, do you think <clears throat> Americans are polite or rude on average?
1: I think they're polite. But you know, I come from China, and we're not known for being polite either. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I joke to my friend all the time. She's like, when you travel, you're not afraid of being American. I was like, I'm American, and I'm also Chinese. These are both notoriously bad, like, traveling groups. There's no politeness, nothing here in my background that's like, Known for politeness.
0: I always hear, like, how when Americans travel abroad, they're, like, obnoxious.
1: Yeah, so are Chinese. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, the, the stories you hear, they'll be like, and then the Chinese tourists are just there peeing on the sides of the street. I'm like, well, not every Chinese tourist, but also, yes, I know, we have not good stereotypes over here.
2: So we might be, like, we might be lucky, Tony, because, you know, they wouldn't know we we're Americans until we still are speaking. Hmm? Like, no, nah, they would know we're Americans. <laughs> By looking at us, there's that trick
1: you gotta pretend to be Canadian, right? You gotta wear some Canadian flags,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> look at the Toronto Blue Jays hat, mm-hmm.
0: like, <laughs> like, everywhere I've been, I definitely mm-hmm. stand out, even when I was in Africa, I stand out compared to you know, people it's because of like, your so, like your height and stuff, like, you just don't look like a native African,
1: yeah. You mm-hmm. can tell, you can always tell. It's like when, um, like a lot of my friends who had like uh american families even if they were chinese in the state in china you can always tell the difference they just look different they act different they dress different the i
3: vibes. remember when i
0: was in tanzania they're like you smell american <gasps> what the fuck and then I'm after i was friend. there a few days i started smelling like them like i could and then when i got back i still smelled like that like the thing was something in the water it was a weird smell but i definitely could smell it
1: was it like bad or just different
0: it was like kind of funky <laughs> No disrespect to people in Tanzania, but they're the ones that said it. They're like, oh, because, I mean, if you're around something so much, you're going to start adapting to it. You're going to start picking up those. That's true. Those things. Did you. Did they smell like did they smell? I mean, bad? it wasn't like I went to vomit. When <laughs> <I was> pregnant, <laughs> but I'm was just thinking ju- like just, that's what I'm thinking distinct, right now. It was a distinct odor. And I think it's from the water. I'm that's assuming awesome. it has to be from the water. Like,
1: it could be diet, too. I hear that like. A lot of people complain that white people smell like dairy or pennies and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, I don't have a good nose. I can't smell. But this is what I've heard.
2: I can't wait to tell that to me. Mark. Like, Mark, you smell like dairy. Get away from me.
0: But yeah, they had a distinct, a distinct smell. And like I said, I smelled like it for a couple of days. Even when I got back, I was like, oh, shit.
2: So how, did, how, when did you know, how long did it take for you to notice it was gone? Like, did you just soak in the tub or something until it was gone? Like, I don't know. Honestly, I just had to remember.
0: I just remember when I got back, I still kind of smelled like that smell. And then maybe it was like to my clothes, too, because, you know, they wash your clothes while I was there also. Mm, that's true. So. Maybe it was just the clothes. Maybe it wasn't me. I don't fucking know. Did but. the people in Spain smell it for the wrong way? Nah. I don't recall. I don't think so.
1: If you didn't notice, then probably not.
0: Yeah. Well, they don't like using air conditioning over there, though. In Spain? Oh,
1: in Europe? Yeah, because mm-hmm. every time
0: we get into, like, a taxi, they have the window rolled up. Mm-hmm. Even if it's hot it's as so shit? hot. Yeah, and it's like fucking dude roll the window down man
2: that's what i love about america that and ice Mm -hmm. because
0: they don't believe in ice
1: no ice in china
2: i've heard yeah i was gonna say i've heard that like a lot of countries outside of like us there's no ice and it's it's, like normal not to have ice well also some
0: places i guess you really don't want to have the ice especially if you're getting bottled water because where is the frozen water going to come from right you know
1: that's a good point. The only way you would get ice is if you like froze the whole bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sometimes happened, but normally you're just stuck with your sad lukewarm water or your hot water.
0: And then uh I remember one time my buddy and I went to go eat, and they had their like uh, siesta time or whatever, mm. and they just fucking sat down and didn't they ate their lunch and didn't tell us like our <laughs> servers
1: <laughs> and they just
0: enjoyed their meal, and we just had to wait till they were done.
1: You're like, get with the times. It's it's break time. You guys
0: chill. We're chilling. But, yeah. That's what I love. I think traveling is one of the best things you can do, though, because it, it opens your eyes to so much shit. It makes you appreciate where you're at and where you're from, Definitely. in my opinion. Because we all have, you know, good and <clears throat> bad things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of, I wish more Americans could travel because they could see that, uh, how good we actually have it here. I sound
2: weird. <laughs> Y'all Oh, so tell us about, so what, what brought, what took you to Europe on your trip last year? He said,
1: Oh, I went with my mom. Um, so since I'm a teacher, I get long breaks. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And my mom is retired. She doesn't really work now. So we just go places. And so we went to Europe for, uh, the summer and we went to Portugal cause she has some friends there. We went to Denmark. She has some friends there too.
2: That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. So we how many have countries us. have you been to?
1: Ooh, a lot. Quite a bit.
2: Do you have a map? Like you can just like. You've been like you have like a attack for every country you've been to.
1: No, but I should. But the, the problem is, I take a lot of bus tours, and so you'll like spend like a morning or a day in a place, so it doesn't really count. But like technically, I've been to Belgium. It and counts. You, okay,
2: it counts <laughs> because you've been, you've been there
0: physically, been there. Do you count airport stops? No. I'm good. Mm-hmm. That's cheating. <laughs>
2: you just want to judge you. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Because when we go to Philly at the end of March, uh, you, Tony, you said you're going to go, you going to hit New York also? New York New and New Jersey. He's going to go bus it mm-hmm. in. I mean, uh, subway it in.
1: Are you going to go to see a Broadway show? I
0: what? just want to say I've been there.
1: You're oh, not even going to see a show. Gonna, are you going to take the subway? Do something.
2: I don't know. You're going to rent a car? No, I, don't. I was probably going to take the train or something. Uh, oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. Oh. I need to hit Brad States up because he's from over in that area.
1: Mm-hmm. The trains are nice up in the East.
0: Have you been over like most of the United States?
1: Uh, yes, but kind of against my will. <laughs> so um, my dad was a physical therapist. And so when we were in China, we were doing like mission work, we were working with companies and helping children with disabilities in China. And so when we came back, we would go to like a lot of churches and stuff to get support, uh, basically to get paid <laughs> for the work so that we could keep working. And so we would fly into Arizona, where my dad's from, and we would drive straight across to Georgia and hit all the states in the middle, and then we drive all the way up to New York City, where my grandmother lived. So yes, a lot of states.
0: And so how did y'all end up in China?
1: Um, well, like I said, my dad was physical therapist and he always really wanted to go to China. My mm
0: -hmm,
1: he and my mom actually met in Macau. They were both doing mission work to Macau. My mom's from Hong Kong.
0: Isn't that where they had the big casino? yes oh my
1: god not just one it's it's a casino economy it's like the las vegas of china Oh okay Mm -hmm. and they both were there doing church work (laughs) 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 and uh so they got married in the states and uh, my dad got his phd in physical therapy and then they went to china and worked at an orphanage for a little bit and then they made their own uh, nonprofit organ—they made two actually nonprofit organizations—and my mom still works at one today.
2: That's awesome. What are they called?
1: Uh, one of them is called Children of Promise. Um, that's a big one that we still have today, and we work with like families with children with disabilities to support like the whole family because there's really not that infrastructure in China. So like, if you're disabled, you stay at home. Uh, you wouldn't go to school. You basically just like like if you walk the streets, it's like China doesn't have disabled people because they're all hidden away. So it's lot of like social awareness, social groups, play groups so that uh, parents can play with other families that are like them. And it's like, you're not the only person here with these struggles. You guys can meet together and help each other. And then it's branched off into like a lot of different areas now where they have like legal departments. So we try and fight like like to get kids in school. Legally, you need to let these kids have education or like a parent group, a lot of different groups. But you guys us like have children of promise. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: That's so awesome. We, well, Tony started, uh, this company, this profit called, uh, Sunday's Finest. Mm-hmm. It was called Sunday's Best, but the, when we got it LLC'd and stuff, oh, to yeah. get the ball rolling, we had to change it to Sunday's Finest. Um, and you know, he was just sitting there around there one day. It's like, he watched the video and it's like, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And we start, and then the first that year, or maybe it was the next year, we, uh, we fed the entire neighborhood of Binghamton that wanted to come out for Thanksgiving. <gasps> That's so nice. Yeah. And now we're actually 501c3,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um, <clears throat> I actually have to get on the ball on that because I haven't been doing shit with it. <laughs> he's about to get let go. I
1: was like, we're about to cut that part out of the podcast. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a naked <laughs> stay
2: because, like, uh, our buddy was like, dude, like, I'm giving you a blank check, essentially, mm-hmm. is what he told. Well, no, no, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, I want to do more. Does that mm-hmm. means you have to plan shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I, I, I'm i on it. He's like, if you don't, you know, mm-hmm. kind of pretty much then... He has till the 19th mm-hmm. I of mean, the next shit, month this to get his shit hard. together.
1: Yeah. I mean, my it's not like my mom's doing it alone. She has a whole team there now. It's like 20-something people. It's a company. They have a CEO. They go through different companies to get their money so that it's all like above board and stuff. It takes massive amounts of people to make things happen.
0: Like, we just want him to... Just do the bare necessity stuff. (laughs) Because, like, he had told me, like, he wanted to get, I think it was about getting a website built. And I got a website built for the podcast. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, here's the guy's information. Contact him. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And then I was like, hey, man, what's going on with the website? Oh, the guy wants me to have a mission statement. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you a mission statement. What's going on with the website? And then I say, you know, I have this Matt guy's email address. Let me email Matt. I said, hey, Matt, uh, have have you heard from Raul? No, not at all. This dumbass is like, oh, I <laughs> replied to your email instead of Matt's email. Oh my god! So I sent him the. Ma- he could have easily told me you sent it to me by mistake. I don't remember getting an email okay. from you, man. Oh,
1: he didn't send it to anyone.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm prob- probably in his
2: drafts. If <laughs> if anything,
1: feels like a raw wool roast that I wasn't prepared for. <laughs>
3: but. It's
2: my life, you know. It's just he needs this. Yeah, yeah actually, but no, like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know what. The event is that we're going to do, mm-hmm. but it is good. We're going to do something. Maybe mm-hmm. whether we make like 50 bags in the bags, we do like toothpaste, toothbrush, mm-hmm. soap, deodorant. You
1: should do socks.
2: Socks. Mm-hmm. Um uh Tampon. If it's, you That's know, it's a woman, you know, or what, you know, just. And, you know, it's crazy that that stuff isn't free for like homeless or, you know, especially women like, you know, you, they should be able to go to like. Planned Parenthood and get that sick for, for free.
1: Because
2: mm-hmm. I know you can get condoms at Planned Parenthood for free.
1: That's not a necessity though. Exactly. <laughs> not the way like yeah, not you, bleeding through you, stuff is. You have to.
2: You have to have that. <laughs> and I think it's called Grace House that we we helped once before. We mm-hmm. uh, collected money and then I went to Sam's and bought a bunch of uh, pads and tampons mm-hmm. and stuff. And the lady was like, holy shit. You know, she didn't say holy shit, but she was like <laughs> blown away. She was like how much we brought Like how mm-hmm. much I took over to her. She's like I wasn't. Ex- I was expecting like a couple of boxes. Like mm-hmm. this was like a lot because everyone, everyone was on board and donating money to us. It was really nice. That everybody helped us with that.
1: Which actually uh, remind me later, I'll give you his info. But one of my friends, her boyfriend, works at uh, the nonprofit that helps Binghamton. He's like in charge of community planning and stuff there.
2: Noah. Oh.
1: His name is Eric.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I my mom knows him because we had the store up the hill across the street from the basketball courts. Oh, we used to have that store for a long time, mm-hmm. and my mom is friends with like, a lot of those people. Still, so.
1: mm-hmm. he does like a lot of bike planning right now. They do a lot of bike things.
3: Huh.
0: It's weird that well, it's not weird, but I guess it's like a lot of us, especially men, don't think about like you're we talking about the period and the bleeding thing.
3: Mm.
0: Like we just don't think about like. That's a necessity that these women need that are, mm-hmm. you know, homeless or displaced or, like, or what or have socks.
1: you. I never think of socks. Yeah. But every time I see an ad, they're like, the number one thing requested by homeless people. Well, that makes sense.
2: Yeah. And then we've also done stuff with um, St. Luke's downtown. Mm. They're always asked. well, they're always making posts, you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> for like water, coffee, you know, things that. A case of water for us is four bucks. Okay, yeah. no big deal. I'll get I'll get three or four, you know? Mm-hmm. But when I post that kind of stuff, like there's a lot of um people hit me up. Like my buddy Riggs gave us he went half on a pallet of water with Ooh, us. Oh nice. So that was over like a, like ninety six cases or something like that. Like and the guy was like, Uh let me let me call some people to help us unload this. I was like, All right. <laughs>
0: I really want to do, I think, the direction I want to take it, though. I saw this thing. I was watching. Have you seen that Zach Efron show on Netflix? He has a show. Yeah, it's like he travels around and he's about the environment or whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, they went to this one place in Australia, and the people repurpose food that's unused at the grocery stores. Mm -hmm. And so they are able to make meals for people that way. Because, you know, they throw away so much food.
3: Mm -hmm. So much. And there's
0: so much stuff that they... Like, people will pick through stuff at the grocery store, and then it will get bruised or whatever. And people are like, oh, I don't want that. And mm-hmm. even the stuff that comes off the, you know, from the farm or whatever is the highest quality stuff that they thought was good enough to put to the store.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But some people will look at it and be like, I don't want to eat that piece of shit. And so, if you can take that and get some chef to make it into a nice, healthy meal for somebody, like a nice mm-hmm. alternative, that's a better way than give just giving people, like, some garbage food.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So... That's where I think I want the, the profit to go now. Because,
2: like, um, on, on 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 um, on the food stuff, like, so when when a, when a delivery happens and it's damaged, mm-hmm. there's two things that they do. One is they either throw it away, instantly in the trash. They, they'll they'll, they'll oh receive God. they'll receive it and then they'll take it off the ticket, like the delivery driver will take it off the ticket or whatever, and throw it away. Like this could be a box of say <clears throat> a box of cabbage Goodness. because the cabbage fell over. And a couple rolled out. They're like, Oh, we'll just, oh, we'll just, we'll just throw it away. Don't worry about it. Like, that's a lot of food. That's 50 pounds of cabbage right there. Yeah. And like, so like people like Kroger and, um, like circle K and all those kinds of stores, what I've received back from when I've talked to different people about this, they say that they're not allowed to give me the food because, um, if somebody gets sick off of it, or something happens, then that they would they could sue Kroger and mm. the person and all that. Because I'm really good friends with one manager at Kroger, and he's like, "Dude, I would love to leave this food on the side for you back here, like in the back door, and you mm-hmm. just come and get it." But you know, I could lose my job if they if they were if they had caught, caught me doing that,
1: which is ridiculous too. Yeah, and he
2: has, I think
0: you just gotta go through the proper channels, though. I mean, if you go up high enough, and there's like some type of tax write up they can get for oh, yeah. donating, and I'm sure they'll do it.
2: Um, Trader Joe's donates to First Congo Church uh every Tuesday and Thursday like all their breads and all their food that's about to go out like 3 or 4 days before mm-hmm. they'll take it there to the to the church and the church just puts like in the in their pantry and then people just come in and just take whatever they want
1: That is so nice. I've got to tell my roommate that. She works at Trader Joe's. So
2: yeah, like so if Trader Joe's can do it, why can't you know like what can the, all the bigger chains do it?
1: Cuz it's more work and they probably don't get a tax write off and they don't mm. care enough.
2: Yeah. Well but there's so much like that's what
1: you guys could do. You step in, you'd be like, bit. We'll move it for you guys.
2: It's crazy because like when I'm throwing my trash away in like the into the trash cans of mm-hmm. like these certain like different stores, like there's so much uneaten like sandwiches. It's like it's like three days before right they just throw it away, you know? I'm like I'm just looking at it I'm like, damn man, I could have fed like somebody for like four or five days <laughs> if they wanted to.
0: Yeah, but <clears throat> excuse me, nobody in allegedly the greatest country in the world. Or anywhere in the world should be going hungry, especially if there's a surplus of food.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we have money for other shit. Why can't we help out people? So, yeah, that's uh, that's the goal is to start doing something like consistently to help out people, mm-hmm. not just here, you know, every so often for like a holiday, because people aren't only hungry on Christmas and Thanksgiving.
1: True. Also, what's your mission statement?
0: Uh, What was it? Let me see if I can find it.
1: Mm, you got to be prepared next time. got to have your elevator pitch ready to go.
2: It's been so long. And he wrote this in like... I, I was like, hey, man, uh, the guy wants some kind of mission statement. And, and he was like, all right. And like five minutes later, he had sent me a text message with it.
1: He moves so fast.
2: Oh, okay, sorry. But like... <laughs> That, so that's so we're gonna do that now, I guess. So I'm gonna start reaching out to. I'm gonna get my friend at Kroger to reach start reach, see mm-hmm. who see who he needs to he he get to or whatever, and we go from there. But I can pretty pretty much guarantee that I could we could probably get some if not all. But see, like what's really good about the trade H O one, is they take it to them. They don't mm-hmm. have to come and get it. So they they take a little truck of theirs or mm-hmm. whatever, and that it just brings all this food to them.
1: See, that's better, less hassle because then. <clears> You don't have to worry about like what if the other people don't come and do what they're supposed to do. It's just you. You can just take it over, be done with it.
2: Yeah. Cause like if they don't take it, then I mean, if they don't pick it up, then they have to throw it away. Right. Mm-hmm, and then, yeah. oh, the car's down or, mm-hmm. you know, this person's out, off on vacation this week. So mm-hmm. we're not going to do it. So they've worked a great system out there that she was telling, and I always see their posts about it. And I was like, how the fuck are they doing it? And, like, nobody like Kroger and anybody else is doing something like that.
1: See, what you got to do is go talk to Trader Joe's, figure out what they do, and then get all the tips from them.
2: I was really good with the manager there. Mm-hmm. I, I think I need to go talk to him and see how how he got that, how they got that approved and stuff from corporate. Mm-hmm.
0: So this is what I said. We at Sunday's Finance are on a mission to help the homeless and less fortunate in many facets. Some of the service we provide are clothing, nourishment, and sanitary supplies. Our vision is to help as many people in need, because we want to have a strong community, and that kind of, that cannot be done if others are left behind.
1: Oh, that's good. I like the left behind thing. That really is good. I think you should change the many facets, though.
0: What should I put there, teacher?
1: <laughs> you got to be more succinct. You know, like help support their like physical well being.
0: All right. When I I'll have to listen to this again, so I'll change it.
2: <laughs> and you just came up with that like that
1: no i didn't i i used everything he had
2: yeah but if, I saw, if it's
1: good credit me if it's not i didn't say anything
2: <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go to the website once it's finished oh look he did listen to me He's added to my
1: linkedin <laughs> hell to develop a mission
2: statement Boom. <laughs> that i don't know what do you are you on linkedin Tom? i mean do you use it for like I and have
0: it for the podcast, and I have my own personal one. I use it for the podcast more than I do my personal one.
3: Mm.
2: Oh, you just upload and share stuff on there? Mm-hmm. What do you use yours for?
1: I don't know. I find it intimidating. People are using it like Facebook. I'm like, there's so much on here. I just use it so people like know I exist. So if I ever needed to find a new job, they can find me online somewhere.
2: I have one, but I don't have it like anything like work history or anything like that on there. I think I have beer uh anheuser-busch beer salesman or something like that (laughs) but like outside of that it's pretty lame i share a couple things here and there i actually forget about it sometimes
1: i definitely forget and then i get email that's like 20 people have looked at your profile
2: and you go look at the profile it's all the people that work for linkedin I'm like damn it like what the hell (laughs) or it's some
0: developer or person trying to sell sell you yeah their I'm, marketing skills.
1: I've never made it to that step. I've just been to the where I look at the email, I'm like, okay, it exists, and I move on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're so like me. Oh, yeah, okay, I'll just look at it later. <laughs> so how old are you?
1: I am 27.
0: What is it like being a 27-year-old in today's world? Because I know what it was like 27 when I was 27. It's totally different now. 100% different.
1: So like what facet?
0: Like, like – <laughs> Like the social media thing, um, dating, how is all that as a 27-year-old woman?
1: I guess it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it takes a lot of being on top of things. Like, well, I'll be out doing something with my friends, and they'll be like, oh, when you take a boomerang or take an Instagram, or when you put this on Instagram, I'm like, oh, yeah, that exists. I forgot I need to do that because I do want my friends and family to, like, know I'm alive and do fun things <laughs> and stuff. But I always forget. So my Instagram is just like other people's posts that I've like added to mine.
0: Mm. So um, is a lot of document in your life?
1: Yes. A lot of document. Like it doesn't really count unless you have something to show that you've been there or done that.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. So do you usually post when you're at the place or after you leave? Both. Because I've heard that, especially for women, they say you should probably post after.
1: Oh, because of creepos? Uh, yeah. Really? I don't have that type of following. And I don't think any of my friends have that level of following (laughs) either, where we're like, creepy people will come. I mean, we live in Memphis, not that many people.
0: Yeah. Because, like, there's always, like, the guys will, like, show up where you're at or something. That's freaky. It is very weird. Mm -hmm. Guys are weird. I didn't didn't even do a lot of that shit. Me either,
1: but thank you for that, you know?
0: (laughs) And even there's a thing, too, I think, when you you have to turn your location off on Instagram, also. Mm. Because they can geolocate where you're at from that, too
2: i saw that on snapchat the other day like you can literally zoom in like on my bitmoji oh yeah you can zoom in and it'll show you literally this house on the snap map yeah Yeah. it's it's fucking scary
1: it is kind of scary i do have myself visible on there maybe i shouldn't say that but (laughs) (laughs) i don't know no one's hunted me down yet we'll see
2: knock
0: on wood (laughs) um so what is the dating like as a 27 year old woman
1: I wouldn't know. I haven't been on a date in a while. Because um, usually I just open... I'm like, I'll get bored. I'll open the apps. I'll chat with some guys. And the next day I'll be like, I'm already not interested. <laughs> I'm already... <laughs> no. Yeah, already bored. Move on. And then rinse and repeat a few months later.
2: Is it because the conversation just goes nowhere instantly?
1: Probably. But also I think it's because I... I don't know. I know a lot of my friends do want to be dating and are dating or married. I just... I think I'm different. I really like being alone. I really don't mind it. Yeah. Um, so until I see someone where the effort of like dating them is more than the enjoyment of being alone, I'm pretty happy.
0: Now, do you think you use it as validation, too?
1: Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: I've heard that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, uh, I know a lot of female friends of mine will get on there and get. I mean, even if you're selective, you're going to get a lot of likes.
1: Yeah, so I think that's also part of the problem. Like, I'm not stressed about finding a boyfriend, because I feel like if I ever wanted one, I could just go out and get one. It's not that hard. It genuinely isn't.
0: Like I always say, women can fuck Mm -hmm. who they want. It's just like, it may not be quality dick, but there's always (laughs) dick out there, you know.
2: It's true. So we always say this on your, like, y'all can walk into a bar and walk up to a guy, a group of guys, like, hey, which one of you wants to go fuck me? And... (laughs) Probably all of them will say, sure.
1: Well, probably if the creepiest I... one is the one who's going to go with you, though.
3: So that's the problem. <laughs> I
2: mean, but like if, I, if I ever walked up to a group, group hey, it's going to be... Re- I'm so gonna, you going to get
1: banned the, from the bar? The cops are going to be
2: called. Okay? I'm, I'm going to be hanging out. we we'll go find Tony and them. And then, boom, the cops come coming in and arrest me. Okay. It's that guy. It's that guy. Uh, the
1: problem is, though, any guy who'd be like, yes, I will sleep with this random person I don't even know who just came up and asked me. That's not someone I want to be with anyways.
3: Mm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you, so what did, like he said earlier, is the conversation dull? Like, what are the guys usually talking about? Themselves. Really?
1: hmm. That's my big thing. Cause I've been on a few dates and I'm like, I wanna talk about me. <laughs> like, I'm, I, this is a, like, they'll end and they'll be like, this was a great conversation. We had such a good conversation. I'm like, no, we didn't. I did, <laughs> I did a good job carrying this conversation. My back hurts now
2: ah. carrying
1: this, asking all these questions. Have you asked me a question? No.
2: Damn, that mm. took a turn.
0: <laughs> well, that's I mean, she's on to something. Yeah.
1: Thank you. Cause sometimes I don't tell them like where I grew up. And I'll be like, You don't even know this. You haven't even asked. You haven't asked any questions to figure out that I spent 13 years of my life in a whole other country. It's never yeah. come up.
0: Wow. So. so is that not on your profile at all?
1: Mm, maybe now. I don't remember. I have to read I haven't looked at my profile. Does it, when in you're a while. looking at
0: a, when you're looking at a guy's profile do you actually look for the, like the words that they use, or their is it mainly their pictures, or is it a combination of both?
1: Combination of both, because usually if they like if they take too many photos in their car, I'm like that's weird, or like too many mirror selfies. Some dudes, it's just like a gym selfie, a gym mirror selfie, a car selfie. The end.
3: i was like, there's nothing to go on here.
1: No words. They'll just be like, I am chill. Car selfie. <laughs> I mean, at least the guy's holding a fish. You know, they have a hobby.
3: Yeah.
0: Now, is a guy being interesting sexually or physically or uh, like appealing more so like than just the physical? So if he has like he's traveled or he has stories or Mm. something like that, like, is that more appealing than just the looks? Because like over time, looks are going to fade. True. You know, or somebody can become more attractive once you get to know them than when you first initially talk to them.
1: I mean, I think if you don't give me an entry point to ask a question, then it's really hard to get started. Like, Mm -hmm. because then I end up just like liking a photo and moving on to the next one. Because I use Hinge, you can like like photos and move on, and and then those never go anywhere because there's no like, you've given people nothing to work with. So if you say something interesting, or you ask a question, or you talk about some place you've been, then at least we can start something.
0: So, do you ever get the ick? Oh yeah. What is your thing usually that gave you the ick? Like recently
1: uh recently probably anything that's like vaccinating like people not wanting to vaccinate or being like really aggressive about it Mm. or um i guess the car selfies because that came up a (laughs) lot (laughs) like more than even i expected
0: is it even a nice car
1: no, It's just you in a car. It's like yeah,
3: it's like you didn't go,
1: you've never been anywhere and done anything. You're just like on the way to work. Park in the parking lot, take a selfie of myself this is the most interesting part of your life to share.
0: Oh man. Maybe you should be a coach for people. You can help some people out.
1: <laughs> Fix their dating profiles. You're onto
0: something for real.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cause I think a lot of guys just don't know. And they're That's they're trail. probably not gonna ask a woman for help. Or ask their friend, for? Are they going to ask their buddy that's just like them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, they ask other guys. So Echo chamber. I've seen it on TikTok where they're like, guys' profiles are built to attract other men <laughs> and
2: not women. What the fuck? It's
3: true, though.
0: i oh, no, you very
2: homo They look at it,
1: and it's all just like them being buff, them holding a fish. Now like, i would
2: tell you, if I was buff and shit, if I was like muscular and shit, that would be my Every photo. Pro- I mean, not every photo, but it'd be like at least, if I had 10, it'd be three. <laughs> okay, let's get real. Like, is a shirtless picture a turn off?
1: Not necessarily. Not if you have other stuff too.
0: Okay.
1: Or depending on your location.
0: So if you're like at a beach oh, or yeah, that's like fun. you're in Bali mm-hmm. or some shit like that and you're like in the pool or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But I think it's also just quantity because like I also saw something else and they're saying, you know, your dating profile is a snapshot. That's everything that the other person knows about you. They literally don't know who you are as a person. So everything that you're showing on there, that's 100% what I know about you. So if your only thing are gym selfies, then I think you are a person who spends 100% of their time in a gym. I have nothing else to know about you.
2: Mm. And you may think that they're vain. because they're all
1: Or like that they just live in a the gym. gym you
3: know?
0: Now, have you ever saw like the first picture and you liked the first picture and then you went to the second picture and you were like, no?
1: Yes. Why oh, is all that? the time.
0: What is the second picture that was a turn off?
1: Probably the same as the first picture.
0: So it was... It was just,
1: like, you were doing the same thing. No variety. Mm, or the profile ends, or... Yeah. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> a lot of questions. I feel like I need to open my dating app and, like, scroll through <laughs> right now. I double check what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, because, like, I've watched some of my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, they'll be on there, and they'll look at the first picture, and mm-hmm. they'll like the first picture, and then they're like... They see the next picture, and they're like, no. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you like the first picture?
1: Oh, like, a, they're holding a deer in the back of a truck. Oh. Mm, that's a big one for me. I'm like, uh,
0: but like, what if they're a prepper though? They can help you out in like an apocalyptic like a uh, situation.
3: <sighs> yeah, because you know how to kill a deer. <laughs>
0: Hey, he can feel dress a deer, man. You well, have jerky.
1: We don't know that for sure. We just see the deer there. We don't know what he's doing that after. He could
2: be a poser. Most it people. Could be. Most people take like the deer that they kill to like a processor, right? Oh, there you go. Or, I wouldn't know
1: that, but there taxi, you go.
2: Taxidermist, mm-hmm. like they or whatever the fuck it is. I don't know, man. I know a lot of people that hunt, but a lot of them say they just they one they just drop it off somewhere and their meat's process and they pick it up when it's ready.
1: There you go. How how do you value the life of it? You don't even didn't even deal with it yourself.
2: You don't like hunting.
1: Um, no, because I feel like, I don't know, most of the people I meet who hunt, it's not like just something they do. It's like their whole life or like they're very obsessed with the guns and stuff. It's usually not like just one thing that they do. It's like everything.
2: Mm. So no hunting no guys, hunting. no hunting guys, mm-hmm. guys with no guns.
1: Hmm.
2: You better know how to fight then, right? <laughs> sure. I mean, I have to protect you somehow.
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't think I've needed to fight in the last few years. I've been okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, but do you see what I mean? This is the guys making the profiles. They're like, I need to show that I can defend someone and I can fight. And I'm over here like, does he have hobbies? What does he read? What do we do on the weekends? Because I'm not over here fighting a zombie apocalypse and I don't need someone who can hunt a deer or fight someone off with a knife.
2: Well, there goes my profile. (laughs) (laughs) What are your hobbies? Do you like to fish? No. What do you like well, to? What, what do you do in your spare fished. time? Um I Ooh, read. Oh, Tony can take you.
1: Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> take her win? Fishing. Oh.
1: Um I like to read. I love to cook. Um play a lot of games. Uh walk my dog. I do a ton of arts and crafts. So like embroidery, I'm trying to make rugs. Um I scrapbook. I've done stained glass. Do you want a cricket? Yes, and that's
2: how I made the shirt. I had, a, I had to oh. Mm-hmm. I had to give my quicker away. I couldn't figure it out, so I just gave it away. What? Yeah. Damn. I quit. paid like 250. Be quit. Be quit. I paid so I I paid like 250 bucks for it from Amazon uh, and I made like a couple of things mm-hmm. and like this is way too much because what I really was what what I, what I was really bad at was the um
1: Oh, picking it out?
2: The, yeah, the needling it or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like from the, uh, I just sucked at it. And I was like, every and every, every time I would try, I'd fuck up. So I'd have nothing to print, nothing <laughs> to press. I'm like, fuck this shit. So I just literally sat on my computer desk for like a year without being used. And I finally, my friend Alex came over and she was like, oh, you have a I was like, you can have it.
1: Oh my God, you probably made her day. I was like, take it with you. Because
2: mm-hmm. I tried to give it away to somebody else and they didn't want it. Oh like, my I, God. They're like, I have the same machine already. I'm like, oh. this is. Like an upgrade, it's like a newer version. I don't know.
1: They're not that different. Mm-mm. So, what a bummer! We could have spent like three hours. I would show you how to use a Cricut.
2: <laughs> it's needling, right? That's what. I don't remember <laughs> what
1: they call it. It's like picking, or I can't think of the word.
2: How would you learn?
0: Hmm. How would you learn how to do it?
1: Um, I just watched some YouTube videos, read the directions, looked at TikTok.
0: I watched video mm-hmm. YouTube also. I use a little
1: dental pick and just. Zzzz
2: this
0: is a finished product
1: <clears throat> oh yeah mm-hmm. this is actually two different colors overlaid over each other
2: and it's um the metallic
1: mm-hmm, yeah. yeah
2: those are harder to do thank you looks nice
1: oh thanks thanks wait maybe,
0: maybe she could be your mentor <laughs> <laughs> well
1: i did place this one too high it's like really really close to my neck and it should definitely be lower but uh, next time yeah live and learn
2: Trial and error.
3: That's mm-hmm. how you get things. Yeah,
2: going. so the new the new merch, I just got done at Neighborhood Princo and um people are like, hey, I want one of those hoodies. I'm like, I don't think there's any left.
3: You could have <laughs> been making them.
2: No. I don't know. I was we were we were heat pressing them. <laughs> oh. not and, and you know they I did did anyone say that they started peeling or anything? Is that why we switched it?
3: Mm.
0: I mean, eventually, it's
2: gonna peel off. Yeah, like over time, you know. Yeah. Well, one of my friends was like, "Dude, I, w- I wear this thing all the time, and it's never it. It looks just like the same day you gave it to me." I'm like, "Oh, okay.
1: That is nice. I don't know the tricks yet to make it like not peel. Like this one, no problem. Nothing peels at all. I have another one yeah. that's peeling up a bit. I don't know any of the tricks yet.
0: Do you do any screen printing?
1: No, I'm trying to to not do things until I like. I'm trying to to tone down a little. I'm already doing the rug thing. That's my new thing. Is doing the rugs, the tufting. Kind of, what are you
0: doing a rug? Oh, I, I with have With the gun? Rugs.
1: Do you? <laughs>
0: yeah, my buddy got me made uh, with the logo. Oh my! It's in the spare bird. I'll show you. Is
1: clever, but yeah. So I have a, a tufting gun now, and I have the frame. But apparently, you need more than one yarn thread mm-hmm. in the machine at a time. So I had to buy more yarn. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Yeah.
2: How'd you pick that one up?
1: I just saw it a lot on TikTok. <laughs> I'm on TikTok a lot. TikTok I'm like, taught me. Yeah, I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Look at all the stuff you can make. I'm, I'm doing it.
0: So. What do you think? Or what are you going to do if they ban TikTok?
1: Are you Where? going to be sad? In the states?
0: Yeah,
2: it's a, I mean, it's it's like it's like a big topic right now on like Capitol Hill or whatever the fuck they call it.
1: Who are they going to ban it from? Just everyone?
0: I know they're ban- banning already know. from like government employees using it on their devices. But. Oh. But I think, well, I I was listening to this thing on, like, CNN News through Mm -hmm. Amazon or whatever. And uh, I think it was, like, Sanjay Gupta. I think Mm -hmm. that's the doctor's name. He was talking to his daughters. And and they're like, well, what are you going to do? Because they're really big on TikTok. Mm -hmm. They're like, what are you going to do if they ban TikTok? And she's like, oh, we're just going to use, like, a VPN.
1: That's what I was going to say. I'm like, once again, from China, it's hard to ban things. It's very, very challenging. People are always going to make their own versions of things. There's always going to be another one or a workaround, a VPN, like, China has their own TikTok Douyin. So you can never really get rid of stuff. People what is their big
0: social media?
1: Um, I think uh, they have this little penguin chat thing. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, QQ is probably their big one. I like that name. QQ. I know. And it's like this adorable little penguin. <clears throat> and then they have something. The, the Chinese Reddit is like huge, but I don't remember Chinese Reddit's name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What is the internet like there?
1: Um, well, I used it like a decade ago. Okay. I feel like I forget a lot that how long it's been since I've been in the states, but I know that I used to use like off-brand YouTube a lot. Okay. Um, and I still had like a lot of American things on it. Um. And if you googled stuff, sometimes certain things wouldn't show up, and like sometimes you, I think you could use when I was there, you could use real Google, and then you had to switch to Chinese Google, called mm. Baidu. Well,
0: how do you say how do you say that?
1: Baidu. It's like I a little do? paw, like a dog paw.
0: Baidu. Mm-hmm.
1: And actually, if you go on to Baidu now, you can find, like, better Chinese recipes than if you, like, Googled.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm.
3: So What's you have the best that Chinese, Chinese restaurant your-
0: in Memphis. I'm sorry, what? What's the best Chinese restaurant in Memphis?
1: Oh, see, I don't eat out very often. I try not to go eat out Chinese food either.
0: Because you get disappointed or yeah,
1: something? Yeah, especially because, like... Like, my family lives in New York City now, so I won't eat Chinese food here. I'll just eat in New York City when I go visit. Mm.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: I always heard New Asia was really good because my friend Tony, is he was from uh, Beijing.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: He's such an asshole. My friend Tony (laughs) is a very sweet man.
2: I've never doubted that. I've never, never doubted. He's nice. I've met him. He's very nice.
0: He actually called me a couple days ago. He's always checking in on me. He's actually going to move back to China.
2: Oh, he's, he's,
3: old, he's
0: older, though. Oh, okay. I think Tony is probably like eighty. he's in the 70s, I think. But well, we oh, worked okay. at the IRS together. This is like Ooh. 10 years ago.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, he was always so sweet. But he took me there. And then actually, we used to go to that dim sum place. Mm-hmm. Now it's a uh, king dim sum or something. I went actually for the Lunar New Year thing a oh, couple weeks nice. ago. That was really fucking good. It's guy's nice, New owners. But is that yeah, this? New Asia, I think uh, they have like that roasted duck or whatever. Oh, God,
1: so good. You should go to
0: that one, though. It's good.
1: They had it at the Asian market for a while, like the roasted duck. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was amazing. And then they stopped. I don't know why.
2: Is that the one on Summer? New Asia? By the... The movie theater?
0: No, no, no. New Asia is over in Germantown by the Trader Joe's.
2: Oh, okay. okay. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I used to have that account.
0: But then uh, the other place was... It's called like Dim Sum King or something now. That's the one by the driving. Oh, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Man, that family owned that little one by Summer forever before they sold it. I think the oh. parents just got too. I mean, the people, the original owners got too old, and the kids didn't want to take it. I guess
1: that makes sense.
2: It's like no, we've seen you work here your whole entire life, every day, seven days a week. We're we're not, like we've
1: been working here. Yeah,
2: we're good. It looks good in there now. They
0: painted it. It looks cleaner.
1: Oh, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. My family's from Hong Kong. I can't go eat dim sum there. They're going to drag me off to dim sum every time I go home, so. Mm.
0: Do you do a lot of street food when you go home?
1: Um, If I go to China, I'll do street food, yeah. They have, yeah. Oh, my God, it's so good. They do tons of, like, the skewers. Yeah. In my brain, like, it's technically barbecue, but it feels like a totally different category of barbecue because it's. I guess so fresh. And then the seasonings they use, it just feels different. It tastes different. So call. it's like a whole other level. What's it called? Salkal. So call. What does that mean? Barbecue. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. So what are your top five countries you've been to?
1: Top five. U um, S China, maybe Italy. Cause I'm from Italy, technically somewhere in my family line. And then I really liked Portugal. Ooh, mm-hmm. very very beautiful place, and maybe France, just because Paris was fun. <laughs> mm.
0: And where are some places you want to go? Like your top five?
1: Top five to want to go? Yeah, oof, that's hard. I really want to check out like Southeast Asia. So, okay, uh, but also, I think my top five are all Asian countries. Like I want to go to um, Japan. I want to go to Thailand. I want to go to Korea. Um. And then I'll have to think about it a little bit more. I am going to no. save my last. I'll think about.
0: Have you? How many continents have you been to?
1: Mm, maybe just three. Three. Yeah.
0: I don't care about going to every country, but I would like to go to every continent.
1: You gonna go to Antarctica?
0: I would. I've so far I've been to four. It
1: just sounds too cold and disgusting. I'm not gonna
0: live there though. It's in but and I- out.
3: <laughs> in out, he's so gonna take it he's
0: gonna go take a rowboat from his cruise I grew, ship. I grew up in Omaha though too, so I'm kinda used to the cold weather. But like But not um, Antarctica
2: cold, mm, but, but like so there's like a cruise that will take you to Antarctica and it's like I think my friend Alex said it was like nineteen thousand a person or something oh, like god. that. Oh god,
1: and it's just she, filled with crazy people. Yeah. Crazy like, rich people.
2: Yeah, and she or uh, maybe it was ten thousand or something like that, but it was a lot of money mm. per person and she was like, No, we're good.
1: Just to go and see nothing. Just to say that you've been to Antarctica.
2: Yeah. Now is it is it I can
1: also th- say that now. I've been to Antarctica. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get a fake stamp and put it on my passport every day in Antarctica.
0: <laughs> but I really think that I mean we're not gonna live very much longer. Just or we're we're all going to die. So you might as well try to experience as much as possible.
1: That's true. Plus who knows how long Antarctica will be there for. It's all ice. It's oh, gonna be man. gone soon. It's
0: gonna stop melting. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: But I definitely like you, you, a couple places you mentioned. I definitely, I've always wanted to go to Thailand and Japan. Like, I have a mm-hmm. buddy that lives in Thailand. He's been trying to get me to go there for years. He still lives there? Yeah, he still lives there.
1: The food, I, oh my gosh, it would be so good.
0: Yeah, my a friend of mine, he's been twice this year or last year. Wow. And he's like, it's so amazing there.
1: And it's cheap. Yeah. Like, I feel like a millionaire every time I go to Asia because the dollar is just worth so much more. Mm and when I was there, I was like a child. I didn't really make much money. Yeah. And so now I'm like falling out. I'm like, I'm
0: rich. <laughs> I
1: can do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, because my friend Hipner, he travels a lot. And mm-hmm. uh, he's always saying like, the best thing to do is just get there and then like hop around to different places while you're there. And then he's mm-hmm. also like, just bring like a thousand bucks and you can get like a lot of
2: custom made tailored clothes.
1: Oh, that's
2: very clever. Or just, just out in, out in, in Asia. Asia yeah. mm-hmm. Now, I, I would love... And I really want to do this. I know I've said it like a hundred times on here, and I haven't Ooh. done it yet. But I want to go to Tokyo, mm-hmm. like. And I don't know what country this is or what city in. It might be in Japan, but uh, it's like, or maybe it's China. I don't know. <laughs> but like, it's where you can see like the red trees and like Mount Fuji's behind it. Like, where it's has got to be Japan then. Ch- oh, it's Japan! Okay. Is that like the, the, the blossom? What is it? Yeah, called? yeah, yeah. The Cherry blo- blossoms. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, where's
1: the, mm-hmm. that? Japan. Cherry blossoms in Japan, yeah. And yeah. then, like,
0: in the spring? We yeah. have
1: a, a mountain, too, that we call it Xiangsen, which is, like, a good-smelling mountain. And it's known for its red leaves. But I cannot remember what city it's in in China.
2: Like, yeah. I've seen pictures of that mm-hmm. that people post on Instagram and stuff. I was like, that looks so fucking cool, mm-hmm. man.
1: I definitely—I went when I—I I think the leaves were not quite as red as they normally are. And I was definitely very young. It's too young to, like, appreciate the red leaves on a mountain. <laughs> but it was—I think it was nice.
2: And I now want to go to uh, Iceland. I saw this mm-hmm. on tick I'm uh, not TikTok, Instagram. I started following this lady and she's doing the podcast, like I think in June or something like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, she used to live in the States and then she lived and she went on a trip there mm-hmm. and she just fell in love with uh, Reykjavik, however you say it, you know, like the capital where she lives now. Mm-hmm. And like I want to see the Northern Lights and stuff like that.
1: That would be so cool to see Northern Lights.
0: I was supposed to do that last year. But then we had Norway, a, right? Yeah, but I ended up going to a uh, Nick's wedding, got pushed up.
3: Yeah. Um,
1: loved your friend more than the North Lights, I see.
0: <sighs> we ended up because we ended up going to Colombia, So that knocked oh. another continent
2: off for me. South oh, America. yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, Colombia was really nice. It was just hot as shit in Cardiania, though, man. Mm-hmm. i like, ah. And me, like a dumbass, as soon as we get to the Airbnb, like grab a glass, start like pouring water, and everyone's like, well, "What are you no. doing?" I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, I forgot." You know,
1: you gotta be boiling, boiling water. We had a whole system. You had to boil it, you had to pour it into a container, and then you had to boil it again, pour another container to cool off, so you didn't have to drink hot water. And if it, like, uh, the cool water container got empty, my dad would yell at you.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was a uh, brown girls uh, last year when they were doing the boil thing oh. here. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I think you're gonna be okay, man. I think you're gonna be all right. There's 21. Because uh, whatever it was, I saw the video pop yeah, up. Yeah, I, I shared memories. it.
2: I think I shared it. I was like, I'm just being safe, man. Like I've never heard about no boil water advisory shit thing. Like I, I, I think they know. did it last year too. Yeah, well, they, they did. But I, now. they did it last year also. But I didn't. I didn't do it last year. I just I kept on drinking boiled water. I like out of the sink and shit. But the first year they told us to do it, I thought it was so cold and everything was bursting. I was like, oh, I'm just going to listen to what they tell me to do. Everything was bursting. And it tasted so bad. I was like, uh.
1: You do boil uh, all the good taste out of it, especially Memphis water. It's so nice.
2: They say, you know, everyone says it, but we have the best water in, the, like, in, the, in the world.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But I don't know. But yeah, we don't have any water that we sell. Like in the plastic container. Mm. Everything else is like, you know, I mean, other regions of the world have like Fiji water, you know, mm. Icelandic water. But I don't know.
0: So what are your favorite things to do in Memphis?
1: In Memphis? Um, they have a lot of like, like I told you, I like to do arts and crafts. So mm. They have a lot of like artsy, craftsy, like fairs to go to, classes to take. That's what I like to do. Um, or like go to the parks and stuff because I have a dog. So I'll go walk around the park
0: you go, like, Shelby Farms or Overton mm-hmm. Park or whatever?
1: Overton a lot because I'm closer to it. And then Shelby Farms sometimes. If the weather's cool. Because there's no shade on Shelby Farms. Yeah. you are just dying.
0: <laughs> they really did a nice job with that lake that they put out there, though.
1: Mm-hmm. It's really pretty.
2: Because it was kind of just kind of sad back there in, for like, a little bit, yeah. They did all that money, renovations and stuff.
1: I think I've only seen it after. It's nice.
2: Oh. Uh, it was... I mean, people still went, don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. now it's like a... I still to go to Shelby Farms again. Like, you know, yeah, the people are excited about it. pretty.
1: I also like brunch because I'm a lady. So I love brunches. <laughs> hey. Always brunching. A lot of good brunch places here.
0: What are your top five brunch places?
1: Whatever's closest to me. <laughs> I love Babalu.
2: They have a good brunch? Uh, yeah. Really? beauty oh, shop yeah. is fire.
1: They do... Um, Bayou is good. Lafayette is good. I'm literally just listing places that are next to me. (laughs) Because I'm like, the best brunch is one that you don't have to travel really far to go get. So Uh, for me, it's all going to be like.
0: Second Line has a good brunch.
1: Mm, I haven't been to that one yet, but I have eaten their dinner there and it was good.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of new places popping up here in Memphis, which Mm -hmm. I think is a good thing. Yes. Like, I think a lot of people your age are moving here with like fresh ideas Mm -hmm. and just moving here in general. So then they're going to have like different ideas from where they came from and then they bring it here. And cause sometimes I think like people just get so stagnant, they yes. stuck in their ways. And I even see like downtown is changing. Like they're even putting up more apartment complexes and stuff like that. So I think we're moving in the right direction. We just got to get our crime under control.
1: Yeah. Memphis is definitely up and coming. Yeah. And I always joke that maybe it'd be nice to be in a place that's already there, but mm. up and coming is good. It's better yeah. than in the past.
0: Do you ever go to Nashville?
1: Some, no, I went once.
0: (laughs) Did you not like it?
1: Um, it was all right. I just went to go visit a friend, Uh, so I didn't tour around a lot.
0: It's just too, it's too fake to me. Oh. Being too extra now, out there. (laughs) There's, like, really nobody
2: from there. There's, like, no, like, soul. And if you do, and if you are from technically Nashville, you know, like, you're not going to Broadway. You're going to, like, East Nashville to party and hang out and shit like that. You're Mm -hmm. You're not doing the circuit on Broadway. You're not doing winners, or you're not doing losers. You go into like other places.
1: That makes sense. Because I
0: know, like a lot of our friends will leave here and they'll go up there and they'll talk shit about Memphis. And I'm like, fuck you, man.
2: Stay up there. <laughs> but the funniest yeah, ones are the ones, the, the, the ones that end up coming back after they talked all that shit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're back. Welcome back, dick face.
0: <laughs> what did you think about like all this stuff going on with China?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like. It just seems like back to back to back, there's always something. So we had the Asian hate bullshit that was going Mm, on. mm -hmm. Did you deal with any of that at all? Or did you have friends that dealt with it?
1: Uh, No, but my sister does have like all these techniques now when she's on the subway. She's like, I always stand like this on the subway and I make sure there's something behind me. And I always try and stand near like this area or that area where like the subway conductor might be so that someone's with me. So she's got like a lot.
0: That's, like, it, that guess going to give you anxiety, man, just to think about that kind of shit. Like, yeah. just doing your normal commute.
1: Why do you think I don't like New York? <laughs> yeah, true.
0: <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah, I was listening to this one podcast, and this guy brought that up, and the guy's like, no, that didn't happen. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, mm-hmm. man? It was, it was a real
1: thing. People, people were, even beat up in the streets. Yeah, they're
0: beating up, Old like people. elderly people. Yes. Over something that they had nothing to do with. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the whole spy balloon thing is, like, a thing now. Okay,
1: yeah, I didn't actually believe that at first. Because when they were talking about the spy balloon going around, I was just looking at, like, Twitter jokes. where People were like, yeah, a spy balloon, the most effective thing where it's slow, can't move on its own, collects very little data, can't be controlled.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, it just seems like they're – because there was actually somebody that was high up, I think, in the military who said, like, in 2025, they predict we're going to go to war with China.
1: Yeah. I've...
0: So I wonder if they're like trying to just kind of just egg it on or something. I don't yeah, because it's
2: going to be the war is going to be against us. It's going to be China, us and Russia. Ooh. And they say, I don't know if we're about to say you, to the same person you're talking about, you know, but they're saying that we're going to be fighting China and Russia pretty much.
1: I believe that just in the sense that I think everyone, the world's always ready to fight anyone at any time. You know, there's mm. never a moment where something's not going on behind the scenes, whether we know it or don't know it.
0: Have you seen the Carl Sagan pale blue dot no. r- where he talks about how, like, there's always somebody that wants to be the supreme being? Oh, yeah. They always want to be the ruler. Mm-hmm. There's always bloodshed because somebody has an ego,
1: mm-hmm. you know,
0: and that's just it's unfortunate that. It's just generation after generation after generation. And hopefully when people get to a point with technology and all the information
1: mm-hmm.
0: where they realize the past of way Doing things is not the right way to do it.
1: Well, I think the big thing is like like water wars and stuff. Because, mm. mm-hmm. we, well, I said that to my friend and she's like, I'm from California. We already have water wars. I was like, very accurate. So, yeah, yeah people, those it's places are too hot to live in now. Yeah. So, everything's coming to an head.
0: <laughs> That's like a thing about like anybody that has kids is like, why would you want to bring a person into this world that doesn't seem like they're going to be around for it's going to be. It's very bleak looking.
1: That's true. But then, you know, there was a period in the uh, Middle Ages where yeah. the world literally went black uh-huh. for like four years. It was literally just dark all the time. I, I don't remember why. But it was some type of natural phenomenon in Europe. So, you know, we've lived. We have been through crazy shit as much as I say about like water wars and the World War Three coming. The world's always kind of been like this. There's yeah. always do you something think, happening.
0: Do you think about this, though? Like, they always talk about how, like, I was watching some show and they were talking about there was, like, these caves. And at one time, they were underneath water. Ooh. So it's, like, maybe it's just the way that everything, natural progressions, it cleanses everything out. Mm. You know, like, for a virus. A virus heats your body up to mm-hmm. get rid of the thing. And we're the fucking virus. So maybe to flood us all and then mm. come back again is the way to keep the earth from being destroyed completely.
1: Do you ever think about how maybe this is not our first go around? That's what I always think about. Like, what if we already did this once and like, we had huge amounts of technology and like the world kind of ended and then we started all the way over and like, this could be our fifth go around of it.
0: That's very possible. I can definitely see that. Cause you know, like it perfect example, like when hurricane Katrina happened,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: like all that stuff down the ninth ward, like all those homes and buildings and shit that got destroyed, the earth just took over it. Mm-hmm. You can't see it. Like, you know, vegetation will start climbing again. Like I know there's places I think like in the Amazon or mm-hmm. whatever, that there were cities at one time. And then the people went away from disease or what have happened. Mm-hmm. And then like, they can't see it now because it's foliage is all over.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's one thing on history channel. Would be, I think the show was called what happened. What would happen if humans just disappeared? Ooh. And like one of the episodes was talking <clears throat> how quickly, uh vegetation and vines and the, it would just start growing everywhere and like from the ground and we in 10 15 years the buildings would be covered well you know maybe not that fast but, but
1: plastic what about plastic plastic
2: will still be there probably
1: mm-hmm.
2: perfect example of people disappearing
0: and things going back to normal was mm-hmm. the pandemic when we were all inside mm-hmm. it wasn't as hot
3: mm-hmm.
0: there was animals like going out into cities because mm-hmm. there weren't people around You might you might be on to something There you go. Let me look
2: into that more. Yeah,
1: I just remember all the videos during the pandemic of people in LA. They're like, "What's up? All these bird noises. This is weird." And they send (laughs) a video, and it's just like perfectly normal street of normal amount of bird noises. And they're like, "Yeah, because you were in LA, and it sucks, and you've never been able to hear what like nature sounds like." Mm.
0: You know, I heard that California was pretty much made by prostitution. What? Yeah, they said that like people would go there to do the gold mining or whatever and the prostitutes helped i guess bring in business Mm -hmm. and then they said there would people wouldn't be in california if it wasn't for air conditioning that i've heard yeah
1: i have heard that i believe it would you go there for no air conditioning
0: depends on what part of california
1: or just like the west i think my family's in arizona that's hell with
0: no See, air conditioning? I love, I love air conditioning. Yeah. You, like, you touch I can a door with,
1: handle and you're like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can deal with cold better than I can deal with heat. Because mm-hmm. you can at least put something on when it's cold. Mm-hmm. If you're hot, you're just hot. So, yeah. I don't, and then
1: you're sweaty, too. Oh, no, oh That's thank the you. worst. No. I'm not a fan. Do you ever watch Arrested Development?
0: <laughs> I've never seen it before.
1: <laughs> well, this is one character and he talks all, about, all the time about how he just wants to go to Phoenix, Arizona. It's like his dream escape is Phoenix, Arizona. And he leaves the airport and he goes out and he's like, oh. It's hot. And he like turns around <laughs> to go in the airport and he touches the door handle and like burns him. And he's like,
3: <laughs> and then next
1: episode, he's like right back home again. He's like, fuck Arizona.
0: That's like people that go to Dubai. I'm like, why?
1: Oh my goodness. I have a friend who lives in Dubai. My, I've been there.
0: Did you, how hot was
1: it? Not bad because I went in November. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
0: And then my friend, she went, it was two girls I know. They went and then one of them is blonde mm-hmm. and they were like, you need to get dressed up, like covered up. Oh, and it's like, I don't know if I want to go to a place that was so antiquated with the way they think.
1: I feel like it didn't really come up, except we were on the beach, no problem, and then we got off the beach on the boardwalk, and then a cop, or not a security guy, I guess, stopped us and was like, you got to cover up, and so we had to stop and like get dressed
3: <laughs> before oh, we could yeah. leave. Oof.
0: Mm-hmm. I saw this video of this place in Saudi Arabia. It looked beautiful, and I asked my buddy, and he's like, pretty much they won't let you in there if you're not Muslim. Oh. But, I, I mean, I get, you know, that they want to keep their culture or whatever. And then we are obnoxious
3: Americans. <laughs> doing some That's they got. shit. There's a
1: the truth. They only say that to you if you're American. They're like, oh, you got to be mother.
2: Hey, guys, the pool, the pool you wanted to come and see to is, is closed. Sorry. <laughs> what about those? Oh, sorry. That's the owner's. <laughs> what about the <laughs> owner's daughter? You know, keeps on going.
1: But, no, I think... I don't know. I think restricting people from places is never good Mm-mm. in either direction. So,
0: Could you see yourself living in Canada?
1: Sure. It's kind of cold, but I guess. <laughs> I
0: heard Vancouver is beautiful.
1: Mm. I actually, I think I've only been to like Niagara Falls. I haven't been anywhere really in into Canada.
0: I've never been to Canada either. Mm-hmm. It's on my list. There's a couple of places, like I said, I definitely want to hit, and that's I always heard about Toronto because I have a friend that lived in Toronto. Mm-hmm. They said it's beautiful. I heard Montreal really nice also.
1: I think there's supposed to be, like, doesn't Canada have a lot of Asian food too? Like, really good Asian food because a ton of Asians immigrated there.
0: My friend Tony that he laughs at, his mm-hmm. brother lives there. Mm, there you go. Because I think a lot of them, like, work for tech companies and mm. stuff like that up there. Because I think his brother worked for, I think Microsoft's, what, and that's in Washington State, but it's pretty close, I believe, to Vancouver. Fuck you, man.
1: <laughs> what kind of beef does he have against Tony? A lot.
2: It's a lot of hate. None at all. None at all. Tony, I don't have. To, Tony is a very sweet he's man. He's a very nice man. He used to bring him gifts from China. He
1: oh, did. like what?
2: A candy a and knick-knack. stuff. Yeah. yeah <gasps> Once I was candy, I was like, hell yeah. Tony, mm-hmm. my guy now. <laughs> Chinese
1: candy is great. Ooh, or right, Think about this. Uh, there's a Singapore jerky. Oh, it's amazing. I used to get samples all the time when I was in China. We'd pass the store and be like, oh, i got to go in and get a sample. It's the I, best meat ever. I
2: thought you were going to say Costco. <laughs> I used to get samples at Costco. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Man, those, they were hawking that shit yesterday at Costco. They were trying to give all kinds of stuff away.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you eat it now? I feel like after the pandemic, I'm a little wary of f- loose food people have briefed on.
2: <laughs> I saw somebody put like a... They had like this pack... And it had like a mask and, the, and a hose, so you're just breathing the air. Yeah, I'm I saw that, and I was just looking at this guy. I was like, uh, you know, he's walking in front of me. I'm just like, uh,
1: what the okay, fuck? Okay, was it a man and a woman, or just one
2: guy? It was a man and a bigger woman.
1: Was the woman like in some type of little push cart thing? Yes. Oh my god, it's the same one. They are both teachers. I don't know anything else about them. except I've seen them at teacher professional development.
0: Like it's, wait wait, so they're concerned? They're concerned about. The breathing, but not their physical health. The guy, uh, the guy is skinny. The lady's may, a bigger lady. She
1: might just have a medical condition, like because it's like some type of cart that she needs to like um, supports like her one leg or both uh, legs. I can't remember. I
0: always did find that funny about the people during the pandemic, that especially against the vaccine, mm-hmm. and then they're like fucking. Drinking and smoking and eating like complete shit. They're like, I don't want to put that in my body. I don't know. <laughs> you're putting everything else bad in your body. Why do you? What That's true. You can't to? pick
1: and choose.
2: Yeah. I just told people, like, I don't care whether you got vaccinated or not, but mm-hmm. don't like put your stance on trying to try make somebody else feel mm-hmm. the way you. If you don't want the shot, don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. care. You did, I don't care. <laughs> Leave me some shit in your will. But like, yeah, the whole thing, I got vaccinated and then I got booster i got three of them so i got one not one two and then a booster like
1: i got four because i teach all those kids and they couldn't get vaccinated for a long time so i i boosted up (laughs) as soon as i could
0: how was teaching during the pandemic
1: um during okay well at the very end of the school year so it happened um like at our spring break so we basically stopped at spring break and then we never went back to school i really missed that group of kids that was like One of the best classes I have ever taught. And they were so lovely. So first thing with the pandemic, I missed the group of kids I never got to finish school with. Mm. Next year with the computers was so hard because none of the kids knew how computers worked yet. Like now I put a kid in front of a computer. They're using that touchpad. They can do anything with it. Amazing. The other kids were like, I can touch it. I can. Dragging things, clicking buttons. It was a nightmare. Like, all I wanted to do was, like, take their hand and touch things for them. But I'm, like, in my own house. I can't. I'm nowhere yeah. near them. Um, so we, like, share screens a lot. I still remember, like, one kid, I told her to share a screen. And she, like, I saw her go over to the Internet and turn off the Internet.
3: <laughs> she left <laughs> class.
1: <laughs> but okay. I don't know. People talk about it being, like, a year that doesn't really count or blah, blah, blah. I, Me and my co-teacher, we worked hard that year. We really got those kids doing as much as we could. We had them writing on the computer We had them talking about things We had them like sharing answers on whiteboards Like we hustled We mm. worked um, So I feel like You know There's no excuse for not teaching kids Because this mm. is You know It's a year of my life This is like a fundamental This is like one-seventh Of their life so far I can't just mess it up for them You mm. know But
2: Because if you didn't care like, like maybe some other teachers or whatever Didn't really care mm-hmm. You know Like You got to think All those kids would have been behind Yes And and they already are
1: because it's Mm -hmm. so hard to teach on the computer and they're not listening. There's people yelling in the background. So
0: do you think kids are becoming like emotionally stunted now because like with technology and especially with the pandemic? So everybody was like kind of in their own bubble and Mm. not leaving. Like they're all just talking to people over apps.
3: Well,
1: I have noticed and I don't know. It could have been like this before, too. And I just kind of forgot. But my kids have really poor spatial awareness. Like the concept of like other people are around me and what I do also affects them in like simple ways. Like we're all sitting at the table. One friend is trying to kind of move their chair in the middle and the kids will just sit there. I'll be like, okay, look around you. I see someone trying to move their chair in. Maybe you two could move away a little and give them some room. Mm -hmm. Like that concept doesn't come in or like, I broke my pencil and they'll just hold their pencil in the air. I'll be like, okay, let's think through this. Where are the pencils in the room? Where could you get another one? Or someone's in the hallway. Like the guy with the trash is coming out of the room and they'll, I'm like, go around him because the guy with a just trash can should not have to go around you. Just things mm. like that, where it's like other people in their world have to develop. And they're not awareness. learning this at home. I don't know. Maybe it's typical for seven year olds, but it's driving me crazy. <laughs>
2: Maybe they're like, let's see how much we can get the teacher to do.
1: (laughs) No, I think it's really just like, they just sit there. They're like a very sedentary group this year. (laughs) Mm. They're like, oh, other people are here. the teacher will be like, you have to say excuse me. You can't just be shoving people out of line because you want to be there.
0: Now, what is the thing, do you all have to buy your own supplies?
1: Uh, We get a certain amount of money in the beginning of the year. It differs depending on the school.
0: I've always heard that. It's like, why does a teacher have to... The supplies for the
1: Well, for I do class. like if you want extra stuff, you do, or like, um, so like if you want little treats for the kids, or if it's like a holiday and you want to do something fun, you usually have to buy it on your own. So, like, we made little Christmas, um, ornaments last year, so we had to buy that on our own if we wanted to do that. But I'm stingy, so I, I really try and, <laughs>
2: yeah, I, my friend yeah. that she, she's a teacher, I think, in for the month, whatever county Mumford is in mm-hmm. uh, elementary school, uh she always has to do like fundraisers and stuff like oh, she'll start yeah. one like in probably probably march for mm-hmm. the, the next fall year you know august when, when school starts mm-hmm. again like she'll start getting people like you know if they want to buy stuff from our amazon mm-hmm. wish list or whatever so, but she says it's never enough because mm-hmm. you know a lot of people like you know how kids are supposed to bring like two boxes of tissues or whatever oh
1: that's true i never have tissues
2: yeah some people some kids some parents that live out there that can't even afford mm-hmm. like the school supplies. So, like, you know, people are giving their kids like more and stuff like that. But she's constantly saying that it's a constant struggle for them out there because they don't have enough resources and they have to come out of their own pocket.
1: That does make sense. I definitely try and be very strategic with what I do. So, like, um so as an ESL teacher, I actually don't get school supplies from the kids anymore. Um I used to as a classroom teacher mm-hmm. and I always called it the communist system. So everything they brought, I took all of it <laughs> and then I re it among everyone. Mm-hmm. Very communist style. Um and that's what I do now too. So I have managed to make a lot of supplies last and I also try and be very picky about what I buy. Like it has to be very versatile, has to last a long time, and it has to be like used in many different situations. So I feel like I don't spend money the way that a lot of other teachers have to. Hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I also like if the kids are like, I broke my crayon. I'm like, I'm just sharpening your crayon for you. Here you go. <laughs> I'm very mean about supplies. My co-teacher laughs at me all the time.
0: So what is a co-teacher? How's that work?
1: Um, so ESL can only take care of up to 35 kids. Um, they can be in charge of 35 kids in their roster. And my school's, uh, ESL population is so high that there's 60 of them in one grade alone. Typically, wow. you won't even have, you'll have, like, one ESL teacher, 35 kids in the entire elementary school, and mine has two teachers per grade. So we work together and teach all 60 kids, not at the oh. same time, but, like, in little groups.
0: So you have to know a little bit about everything?
1: Uh, no, well, we only teach them English, but we know oh, okay. about all 60 kids, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I hung out with somebody. They were an ESL teacher, and I remember she was helping. She had to help out. The kids would, I guess, their other homework or whatever. But maybe they were older. Maybe they were
1: doing tutoring too.
0: And I know she said they had a lot of special needs kids in her class also. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I remember she was there's this one girl that she said was like a problem child. Oh. She was like a demon pretty much.
3: Oh.
0: Have you ever had a demon child?
1: Um if my name is on the podcast, the answer is no. (laughs) (laughs) All my children are angels, and some are more precious than others. <laughs>
2: you would not have lasted if I was in your class. <laughs> My teachers Man, I just thinking back to some of the things I used to do. This, like, what,
1: what is it? Is it like was it talking? Was it moving or was it like being mean? Were you a mean, child?
2: No, I was just we I was just like that kid from problem child. Like that was me, I think. Like I used to just do like antics and stuff. Uh, Not I wouldn't like hurt. Children. I wouldn't like hurt like anybody, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I would prank. people I would try to prank people and stuff. But like oh. that that ended that ended pretty quickly because then as they so then they started just get paddling me. Oh my god! So <laughs> I used to get paddled at least three times a week.
1: That's insane. And
2: I'm like and I'm like, did you call my mom about this? Because you have to call my mom. I know the rules. Oh. And she's she, he's like, um, your mom said that we don't have to call her anymore. <gasps> I said, I wanna to talk to my mom. If you, I wanna make sure this is accurate. And he's like, Do you want me to call her after I spank, uh, paddle you or before? And he, I was like, I wanna to talk to her right now. Oh, well, yeah, before. <laughs> and uh, he's like, Okay. And my mom was like, oh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I, was like, I told you she didn't tell you you could paddle me. And then so he would just add those to the next time. <laughs> like, oh my yeah. God. I used to get paddled, man. And I, I, for, for a little while, it didn't. It didn't stop hurt. It stopped hurting. Mm. And so that's
1: what they do in China too. They do, they hit the kids. They take like the rulers, and they like hit the hands. I used to stop. get that in
2: Africa uh, yes. on my knuckles, like right here. Like we would, I'd be like whispering, like talking, you know. <laughs> but the person I was talking to, I talked to, wouldn't be talking back. So they would walk around with like, and the ruler <laughs> fucking hurt. When you're a little kid, like we used to have like these metal rulers.
3: Oh God, and, those.
2: And like right here, sometimes, and sometimes like usually here, they're like, Oh, one more time." Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna hit you you know I'm coming like she ain't gonna do, do you not that. notice the problem that he doesn't learn his lesson
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think the problem is that they're like why do you keep hitting him like it's clearly not working, you do something else,
2: but he's still the same today <laughs> no i just I just feel I just felt bad like thinking about what some of these kids do, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, damn, I was like that to some of my teachers, mm-hmm. I think, like just never listening and stuff, but like.
1: Okay, do you want to hear this crazy story? Yeah. So I have a friend in China. Um, she, I think she was like talking in school. She's doing something. And the teacher took a ruler and hit her right on the head, like right in the middle. I don't know how hard, but she was like quiet for the rest of the day. She went home. She's in elementary school. She's not very old. She goes home. She sits down on her bed and she does not talk or like get up on her own or do any movement on her own for like the next 10 years. What? Yeah. Mm hmm. She basically like completely shut down for wow. until she was like 17 years old. And then they did like electrotherapy and she kind of like came back to herself and spoke more. But yeah, she wouldn't speak. She wouldn't get up. She would like, she would like soil herself in bed. It was horrible. What the this fuck? poor child. Mm hmm.
0: That's crazy.
1: And if you like helped her up, she would like kind of move with you. But she's just shut down. It was insane. Wow. Mm hmm. She's doing a lot better now though. But.
2: Have don't. you talked to her recently?
1: Um, No, because she was always older than me. She was like, uh, my mom was friends with her mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, Damn. you know, I was like That's 12. Insane. I don't know her contact info. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so don't hit your kids, especially on the head.
0: Well, I was listening to this one podcast, and this guy's like, you know, people don't make a big deal. They talk about hitting their kids. But mm-hmm. if you talked about hitting your wife or your husband, everybody's like, what the fuck are you doing? That's true. Like it's with, with their kids and that's come from you
3: mm-hmm. and it's
0: like, why are you like some people are like Beating their fucking kids.
3: It
1: is crazy. I definitely got spanked as a kid. Yeah mm-hmm.
0: I think some people it helps out but obviously
1: I mean, I think when you start <laughs> pulling out like weapons I'm like, what are you doing? This yeah. is insane Or like if a kid gets old like quite a bit older and you're still doing that th- like stop
2: I remember one time my mom hit me so hard, right? She and she hit me. I go and she goes ah, and I go now what? And then she grabbed a fucking rolling pin. So I hit it with the rolling
1: pin. Did she ever hit you with your her slipper or anything?
2: Yeah, slipper hanger, rolling pin,
1: plastic or metal
2: shoe. Uh, it was it was um like the wood one. Oh God, uh, shoe. The sheer one is the best because I got a busted lip. I didn't have to go to school for like three days because you can't God. can't go to school with a busted lip, right? Oh. And uh, what else? Yeah. The villain. So, we a we, we, rolling pill is called villain, mm-hmm. or, like Indian culture and language, I mean. And, like.
1: That's just like a stick.
2: Yeah. She has different. So, like, for when they would make different kind of, like, puris and stuff, mm-hmm. there's different sizes, like, thicknesses. Oh. And, like, the little skinny one. I, <laughs> Come on and get that rookie shit out of here, and then uh, there was like a that was like one that was like like, like thick like this. Mm-hmm. The one they would have to make like hundreds of them, you know, like throughout the week, you know, for like everybody they were selling them to and stuff. Like that one hurt a little bit.
1: So that's like what golf ball? Yeah. So brought this or, minute, Yeah. Oh god.
2: That one hurt a little. That one hurt a little bit.
1: A little bit.
2: Uh, I was like, oh, I was taking it back a little bit after that. Okay. One. I, was I was like, like I'm oh,
1: I am a great teacher. I never hit any of my kids. Oh,
2: you get in trouble if you do now.
1: Oh, well, yeah. But also, I feel like you don't have to. Like, if a kid falls asleep in my class, I just let them sleep. I'm like, you're tired. Go to bed. Um, and then we do a lot of things. You know, we stand up. We sing. We talk. We move around. So.
2: What is the first thing you try to teach a kid when it comes to English?
1: Number one, we do um, Haggerty. Shout out to Hegarty. It's just this little book and it's all about sounds and stuff. So the number one thing we do is we play with sounds. Um, oh, I can show you right now. So yeah. it'll be like, uh, the thing about it is that you don't want to look at anything. So there are no letters. There are no words. You're not looking. You're only using your ears. So it'll be like this. We're going to break up the word cat and then the kids will go at. And so like you're just manipulating sounds, or I might say, um, here are the parts of the words, and you have to put it together. So, like, d it, p-. What's the word?
2: What was that again?
1: Oh my goodness, d it, p-. Dip. Very good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Can
0: you help him with his speech? Wait, I, that's how I taught the kid how to read. Oh god.
1: Well, you know that's. I quite swear to God, remember I told you, it, I, was,
2: but... I used to go like, "Where is the certificate at? I, I'm gonna fucking get it." But I, I taught this kid. That he didn't know how to read, and mm-hmm. I was a tutor. Uh, yeah, me mm-hmm. tutor. And I was a tutor, and he's so they brought this kid to me, and they were like, "Hey, uh, just just read to him mm. for this hour." I'm like, "Okay," and I'm like, I'm, "I don't want to fucking read." Like, you know, I, don't, I was like, "Okay," I was like, "Hey, man, uh, what do we what do you want? What do you want to read?" He had like Teenage Ninja Turtle books and stuff, you know. Oh, nice. I was like, "Oh hell yeah, I could I could read this shit to him." And I'm sitting there reading it, and. Like, with him, I tour him, actually, and then, like, I told him, like, hey, you read the next pages. I'm kind of tired. The book was, like, 50 <laughs> pages, you know? I'm, like, and he didn't do anything, and I was, like, you, I was, like, come on, man. Mm-hmm. We, you can't go until this book is done, so. And he would just sit there, and then, I guess, I mean, he knew I read a little bit, I guess, mm-hmm. but, like, not to where he should have known how to read, mm-hmm. but, like, I would just, like, rap with him, like, the words. Like, it was like, you know, we would uh, rap with the word sentence and shit. So I kind of did what you do.
1: Very clever. (laughs) Where were you tutoring this kid? What's the context? In the library. What age? Like, you're an Uh, adult. You're a child.
2: I was was in sixth grade or seventh Mm, grade, and he was probably, like, in third or second grade.
1: Oh, you were, like, a a peer tutor. Yeah. That's so cute. You know what that means. Mm -hmm. It means that they're also... You needed help with reading. <laughs> no, it means that you were, like, a leader. Someone that could be trusted to, like, be alone and, you know, you still not hear? mess
3: around.
0: <laughs> no, I'm telling you, like, that was, He said two achievements in life, and that's one of them. He said. I'm
1: telling you guys, I like. I think that's a big achievement.
0: I I don't Probably know. I'm not a kid that can't read.
2: Them. I don't know what happened, like, <laughs> there was definitely a disconnect, like. Drugs is what happened to you, man. No, like. This is like from like school time. I don't. I honestly don't like because like I was supposed to be smart and shit. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Just because your brothers are smart doesn't mean you're supposed to be smart, my friend. That's usually how it works, man. No, some people are duds. Hmm.
1: Defective. See, this is why I can never be a teacher. (laughs) No, no, I would (laughs) not. That's why you taught the kid how to read. Tony doesn't have a story about. I taught a kid how to read.
2: No, I don't think he could be. I don't think he could do it. I wouldn't have the patience.
1: It might. Well, you
2: have a if you have a, a child that whenever, if you ever want one like you know mm-hmm. like I think like he'd be it'd be different when it's his, uh, maybe not but I think it will be.
1: It's hard. Reading's hard. My college professor used to call it brain surgery.
2: Because like he would be like, come on, this is you you know you're supposed to know this shit.
1: But, I mean, like Get every it done. every letter makes a different sound. Combinations make different sounds. Like, you put an S and H together, it makes a whole new thing all by itself. It's now a sh sound, completely different than an S, completely different from an H. You better memorize that. They go together and they're different. A makes an A sound, uh, makes an ass ah sound. But then if the A and the I are together, it also makes an A. A and a Y also make an A. But play is spelled P-L-A-Y and never P-L-A-I. There's like a million and one rules. It's honestly amazing that any of us can speak and write.
2: Yeah, especially English because this ridiculous. I don't know what is it called when words are spelled different but they say sound the same. Homophones. Yeah, there and there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like you know, like just learn teaching people that have never learned that before. That's really hard. Mm
1: -hmm. Or like a lot of the words that we a like telling kid what a means, what the means of, just like all the little itty bitty ones that you need that are like, oh, how do you define of? I don't know.
2: Is it true that you can make, like, hundreds of dollars tutoring people in China English?
1: Yes. You can definitely make a lot of money.
2: I've seen that. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm not going to do it. But, like, I've seen people. I I thought it was bullshit. I saw it on TikTok. I was like, Mm -hmm. make hundreds of dollars teaching English in China Mm -hmm. via Zoom or whatever. I'm like, damn. They have have
1: apps now. you got to wake up early because you have to be awake when they're awake. Oh, yeah. You can definitely. If you want to. If you want to do it and you're really interested in it, you can definitely make tons of money tutoring online now, in China. What,
2: what kind of certification would I need for that? Or are you just?
1: Uh, probably not. Certain ones you may need a certification, or you, they may want to interview you to check that you're not like a complete dud. But um, especially I guess depends on the competition. But in general, you don't need very much. You just got to be able to speak English. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna teach some kid in China how English side
1: hustle.
0: I mean you said you want to save twenty K this year. There you
1: go. Oh there you go. But you gotta like interview and you gotta make lessons.
2: You gotta follow through, be consistent. Make lessons. Make a
1: web (laughs) page (laughs) maybe.
2: That's two. One more than you got. One more you cut out. (laughs) He has no say.
1: Um but yeah. So that's what I used to do. I used to tutor. I used to it in a public school, and I didn't need any certification. So yeah, it's very lax over there.
0: Why don't you just start a YouTube channel where you read? Ooh,
1: but you wouldn't make money that as easily that way.
0: I mean, you got to start somewhere. I'm gonna make and an then audiobook. maybe some kid mm. from some other country will see your YouTube and they learn English, but it's gonna be bad English.
1: <laughs> don't talk about yourself that way. It's gonna be, it's gonna
0: be like, um, I mean, you do your teach your do your little rapping thing.
1: Oh, is it, there's a guy who like uh, <laughs> who raps a Doctor
2: Seuss books. So you ever see that? I've seen that, and that mm-hmm. is fucking cool Could as shit. You. Could be you. See, there you go.
1: There's your in. I want credit if you uh, make any money. By the way,
0: you got a tripod. Just get in your room and fucking read a book.
1: Okay, kids really do like that, though, because I read one book, and I put it on my class dojo page. It was only for my students, and all the kids at school are like, I saw you read this book. And I'm like, how did you see this? It was not meant for anyone except for (laughs) my, like, 20 kids. Stop watching me.
0: There you go. So many ideas.
1: Mm -hmm. You're going to be a millionaire. That's right. Mm -hmm. I'll You
2: know, I'll give y'all some money. (laughs) Just give credit. Uh, I'm like, 50 bucks. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks.
1: Yeah. English is huge because, like, English is such a global language, and everyone in China wants to know it and kind of has to know it. There's so many, like, like when people are like, can you curse in Chinese? No, not really, because most people in Chinese curse in English. Mm. So it's big.
2: Yeah, because pilots have to speak uh, English, right, when they're coming, like...
1: Do they? I don't know. All yeah, right. Somebody, I think...
2: Um, what was the name? Africa Whiskey was telling us that when she was on the air.
3: Hmm.
2: To what? That if you're a pilot, you have to know basic English, like even if you're not American.
1: It makes sense. Because they, they
2: speak English on the air radio, traffic. air traffic and stuff like that. I don't remember saying that.
1: And like business, it's the language of business. They start learning that from very young. I used to teach like kindergartners, toddlers, English. It was awful. They'd be running around all over the place.
2: Like, last time I was at my parents' house, they were watching some Indian movie from, like, I think, like, the 80s or 90s, early 90s, or mm-hmm. late 80s, or whatever it was, and, like, oh, you know, they're talking to each other, but if it's 30 words, 12 are in English. You know, oh like, goodness. they're, like, talking, like, they're ta- talking Gujarati, but, like, then you have some words that are in, or in English instead of the mm-hmm. Gujarati word of whatever they were saying.
1: Hong Kong does that a lot, too. No, the, but they of like, an accent.
2: So oh, really yeah. Like, you know it's different. Yeah, to
1: the office. Doesn't mm. like, funny?
2: What you got going on today? Oh, that's, that's what right. I told yeah, you. Yeah, never mind. I forgot. <laughs> Lazy Sunday. How's the Lazy. weather?
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I do have a question. So, I feel like in America, the big second language is Spanish. China, big second language is English. You said you were... South African, right? Or you are South African?
2: Yeah. Uh, we, so we speak uh, Afrikaans. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. Uh, Afrikaans, English, uh, Sulu. Oh, my goodness. And um, I think that's it.
1: What's like the big one that you would learn in school?
2: Afrikaans. Mm. I don't know about now, but we, we were learning Afrikaans and um, English at the same time.
1: Okay. So what were you using? Like, What would your textbooks and stuff be in? I don't remember. Oh,
2: okay. I th- so the school I went to, I want to say they were in Afrikaans.
3: Mm.
2: I, they could have. Yeah, I'll ask my mom. She would know. But, mm-hmm. I, but like, yeah, it, was, it was, so they all speak Afrikaans. So like when my parents don't want me knowing what they're talking about. No. And this is like when we were talking <laughs> at, the, at, at the store or whatever too. Like they'll, uh, they'll speak Afrikaans. Like my parents can still speak it pretty decently, I think. Mm-hmm. And my uncle knows a lot of it still. But like. That, that's it. Nobody else really knows how to speak it.
1: I always have to remind myself whenever I like, want when to whisper a secret to someone because I'll always try and automatically speak in Chinese. And I'm like, they are not your sister. You cannot speak to them Chinese. They will mm. not know what you're talking about. But it's always my instinct to be like Chinese. But I forgot I was going to talk about like Chinese school on here because Chinese school is crazy. I never really – I attended first grade, and then I stopped because my I had a learning disability and my mom never told me. <laughs> so she said school is too hard. But um in China you go there you start school at 7 and you eat lunch at school. Sometimes if you live in a really hot place you may go home for like a nap and then come back or nap at school and then you go home for dinner and then you come back after dinner from like 7 to 10 and you leave school at 10 p.m. What? I know. So everyone's like did you have any, like, friends your age who were Chinese? And I thought about it. I was like, no. After elementary school, all of my friends were, like, uh, foreigners who came to China. And the reason for that is because you would never see Chinese teens out and about unless it's, like, a holiday. Maybe the weekend, if they didn't have additional tutoring on that weekend, they were just always in the school building. You would never meet them organically outside of a school building. There's, like, no time for life.
0: That's a long day. Yes. Every day. Mm-hmm. How many days a week would you go to school?
1: I think they go five days a week. And then like Saturday is like extra tutoring because in uh, high school and middle school, there's like this huge test you have to take. Um, sorry. In middle school there's a huge test to get into high school
3: mm-hmm.
1: and you want to get into like a good high school or you want to get into a good university. So there's tons of like Saturday tutoring for taking these tests. So it's a lot of pressure on these kids.
0: What would your life be like if you still live here? Do you think in China? Yeah,
1: mm, I probably would have gone to a Chinese university. So I don't know. I wonder. I'm not sure if I would have been a teacher or if I would have like chosen a different career path. But I probably would be teaching China, some <laughs> teaching Chinese somewhere. Um, probably still in the same like little island town. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I probably would help out with my family's nonprofit.
0: Did you always want to be a teacher?
1: hmm I love teaching.
0: If you could pick another career path, what do you think you would have done?
1: Probably something with marketing or arts. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I feel like like I love doing arts and crafts, but if I put money on it, then it becomes a whole thing. So much pressure on it. It's not yeah. enjoyable anymore.
0: Yeah, when you have to like a deadline for something, it's mm-hmm. not fun anymore.
1: Or, like, if you want to give someone a gift, it's all chill and cool. But someone gives you money f- in exchange for it. There's a certain amount of quality, I think, that's expected of yeah. it. So, like, I never accept money for anything I make. Like, I'll make things for my friends. I won't take money and I will not accept criticism. I'm like, this is just for me to you. DN, end the story. If you don't like it, throw it away.
0: Are you a very creative person? I like to think so. Are, what is your? Ta- is, are you in the music too?
1: Is that I a listen.
2: trumpet or something? What
1: was what that? Oh yeah, my tattoo. Uh, my dad used to play a trumpet. Oh okay. Yeah, so I got a trumpet tattooed on.
2: Yeah. I was like, "What are you talking about, Tony?" <laughs> <laughs> like, I couldn't see it from my little yeah. I was looking at
1: this little skull <laughs> yeah. guy with headphones in front of me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what is your? You said your dad used to play a trumpet.
3: Hmm.
0: Was you was music ever pushed on y'all? Like, to be, like, uh, play I mean, an instrument or something?
1: I played piano for a while. Did you just oh. not like it? Uh, I think I did. I just didn't practice very much. And then I moved, and then we didn't look for a new piano teacher.
0: So. Is it one of those things, like, do you wish that you probably would have stuck with it, but when you're a kid, it's like, this is, like, mm-hmm. not what I want to do?
1: It probably would be nice to, like, be able to play an instrument. I know, like, half of one song, I think... So it would be cool to like sit down the piano and play with two hands and mm. be all fancy. Yeah. Show off. Like
2: how cool would it would be like, yeah, you had some party and there's a piano there. Yes. Oh, you know what i gonna go play. Like uh-huh. if I could play the piano, I would definitely do that. Yeah, like, I don't really know much. Oh, excuse me. I'll be right back.
1: Exactly. All the pop tunes. Yeah. But I was never good at playing with two hands, ever. And it doesn't sound good unless you play with two hands. So
0: now with your kids, do you notice that they're more drawn to something than they are other things that they're told to do
1: definitely like there's the drawing kids who will draw no matter what, or they'll draw really intricate stuff. And then there's the ones who don't, <laughs> but I, I only have them for like an hour. Mm. Um, Cause I have to rotate through 60 kids in the school yeah. day. So we don't have a lot of downtime.
0: Yeah. I always wonder like if they could just do their interest, would kids probably enjoy school more than definitely. just being forced to do shit.
1: That's the Montessori style.
0: So is that what they do?
1: Mm Hmm. Montessori schools are like a whole other branch of like thinking where um, kids are supposed to pursue their interests and have like kid sized supplies. Mm. Um, But it's like really hard to plan when you get into older grades because the kids will find interest and then you've got to connect it to writing and science and social studies and math. And then they kind of use that to develop a project or something. So it's incredibly intense.
0: Interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because we all learn differently.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think, like, it seems like a lot of schools are just teaching you to be, like.
1: A factory worker? Yeah, just,
0: like, another person. You know, there's no individuality at all. Mm -hmm. Because I know, like, some kids, when they do stand out, they're like, no, you can't stand out. Get back in line.
1: And I think it's really hard, also, when you don't know a lot to do something different. So Mm. we have to do a lot of speaking practice so, like, maybe we'll look at a picture and then we'll talk about what we see in the picture. And it's really hard to get kids to share things that are different than their peers because they don't know enough to share something that's different. But we do want them to think of their own thing and, like, what part of this do you really notice? Or, like, they'll say what they like to eat. And they'll all say pizza because they don't <laughs> know other foods. I'm like, please, someone's got to do something other than pizza. You eat so much every day.
2: Burger. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
0: Now, what grades have you taught?
1: Um, Officially, I have taught third grade, first grade, and second grade.
0: Mm-hmm. When do you think kids start giving up on their dreams? Like, what age?
1: Oh. <laughs> um, There's definitely an assumption there that all kids give up on their dreams. I think we
0: all do to some degree.
1: I guess it depends on what your dream is. You well, know, you know, like
0: kids are just very grandiose with their ideas. Like, oh, I want to be this and this. And most mm-hmm. people... I mean, you fortunately are doing what you want to do, but Mm -hmm. most people, they are told by their parents to do something or society Mm -hmm. makes them do something and then they're end up being miserable. So I wonder like at what age people are like, cause I know that's another thing too. Like kids are more apt to like try things that Mm -hmm. as an adult wouldn't try. That's why somebody told me that I think it's easier for kids to learn a language because they're not afraid of the fear. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not scared of making a mistake.
1: Yeah. I think it depends on, like, what their dream is. So if it's something like, I want to be a ballerina or something, stuff that has more of a deadline, Mm -hmm. then probably as they realize what their body is able to do, the dream starts to change. Or as they go into more difficult things in school, they kind of develop more of a specific interest Mm -hmm. in stuff. But... One of my kids was like, I want to be a YouTuber. I was like, I don't know if that dream will die. Maybe you'll just become a YouTuber.
0: <laughs> I heard that's one of the big things. that kids want to be content creators now.
1: Mm, very weird. I think it's weird.
0: Well, I think it's
2: because they're, they're old now. <laughs> they
0: grew up with phones in their face. So
1: it's mm-hmm. just something.
0: It's just second
2: nature, though. Like e like esports, you know. Mm. It's it's mm-hmm. billion-dollar industry, multi-billion-dollar industry now. Like when I was playing games back in the day, like – you could get online, would you plug your, the phone line into your thing, you know, mm-hmm. and play like that. And there'd be a couple of tournaments. But, man, the money behind it now is insane. G Fuel sp- sponsoring all these tournaments and stuff. It's, it's crazy.
1: I feel like when you ask about dreams, the very first thing I think of is when I was student teaching um, in a fifth grade class. And then the teacher had put all their work out. And one of the kids, I took a photo of it because I thought it was like, it touched me so much. It said, my dream is to be a good dad. Mm. And he said that when he was younger. This is a fifth grader. He's like, when I was younger, my dad was never around. And my dream is to never be like that. And I will be there for my kids. And I will teach them sports. And I'll have a good job. And I will have a good family. I don't know if this dream is possible. But I will do everything I can to make it true. I was like, Jesus. I to go cry.
0: Dude, that's sad and beautiful. And at the same
2: fifth grade, thinking like that, you know? Like, what a hard life. But you know. I think
1: the biggest thing is that whatever you dream of the goal is that you become a better person yeah. who is like helpful in society and aware of others so that when someone's trying to move their chair in you move your chairs apart <laughs> step 1 being aware that other people exist around you mm. mm-hmm.
0: i think a lot of people are not self aware even adults
1: yeah it's hard
0: it's very unfortunate cuz i think some adults are like mentally stunted like what the fuck happened to you like why do you not know that's not social norms like why are duping. you so
1: rude one of my roommates she would like just come and go from the house and i was like maybe to make the home more friendly we could like say hello and goodbye when we leave if, like someone's already in the room and she was like i'll try i was like i'll try <laughs> just say hello if i'm here
2: yeah yeah being acknowledged is nice
1: yes but anyways, she didn't. We didn't stay roommates. For long. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're like, okay, you gotta move out. I feel that you
0: realize that maybe you're not more, you're not as compatible. Like, you, maybe you're just friends compatible. But then when you live with somebody, they can't hide and you can't hide who you are.
1: Mm, see, I try not to room with those people.
0: But I'm saying, like, maybe you may not know oh. until you live with them, and then you're like, oh shit, I don't like this person as much as I thought I did.
1: I'm traveling very... the same way too. Oh, that's true. Traveling. I'm a very easygoing person. All my friends will say that. Mm-hmm. But also, or easygoing about, like, not being annoyed about tiny things, typically. Yeah. But I'm also very intuitive about what I think will annoy me. Okay. Because I look for, like, the big character traits. Like, if someone squeezes toothpaste from the middle of the tube or something, like, I really don't care. Yeah. Or if they blow the dishwasher funny. I'm over here, like... In general, what do you do when something doesn't go your way? Or in general, when you're around other people and you don't like something, what do you say? Mm. How do you say it? So I've been really lucky with all my roommates.
0: Yeah, because especially if it's like somebody you have to continue living with until the lease is up or someone. It's like,
2: oh, man. Have you had bad? Oh, I mean, you just said, never mind. You've been lucky.
1: Well, that one roommate, I didn't get to pick her. She was awful.
2: Now, how is it living?
0: Are you clean, clean, or are you kind of just whatever?
1: I clean the public spaces. Okay, but my room is very messy. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Why do you think that is?
1: Because the public spaces are publicly used, <laughs> so we need to keep it tidy for everyone. But my room is only used by me, so. Mm.
0: Like when you say messy, what is considered messy to you? Eleven like when stuff on the, floor? Are on the
1: floor. I hate it when clothes are on the floor. Okay. And right now, there's a bunch of clothes everywhere.
0: Do you make your bed every day?
1: Yes, because I don't want the dog to lay on my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of mandatory. Oh,
2: yeah. can't man. control
1: her when I'm not there.
2: You know that speech that General said, At least, you know, if you're having a bad day and your bed's already made, at least that's one good thing.
1: That's true. Even when you get home. Mm-hmm. It's a goal. Well, it's so easy in America. You just flap a blanket at the end. In yeah. China, I had a full night blanket into like, like a little square. M-
2: when you were learning making your bed, did you have to do it like the way your dad had to do in the military and stuff? Mm-hmm.
1: Oh my like, god! Like you had to press the know.
2: thing in like this, and yeah. <laughs> See,
1: I didn't have a top. I don't have a top sheet. I've never had a top sheet. So top sheets like are them. ridiculous. Yeah, that's what all the tucking and all the. Yeah. But you don't have to tuck if you don't have. Now one.
0: I will use a top sheet when I go to bed, Mm-mm. but I don't put it. I just put it over me because I don't want the comforter over me. So you don't. Why? Why well, well, not you? It's not comforting
1: if you don't have it over
0: you. But you got to have some barrier. Between you and the comforter So you don't sweat Onto the comforter at night
1: Duvet cover That's what I use
0: I might have to look into that
2: I was thinking about Something like maybe You know how like The top sheet Will get all fucked up Like when you're sleeping And stuff And it's usually on the ground Probably Mm -hmm. Halfway through the night Like you could probably Maybe somebody should Invent something like it attaches to your comforter? A
1: duvet cover.
2: Oh, that's very invented.
1: See, I just <laughs> feel like it's like using Fuck. a skinny little <laughs> tissue on yourself. I hate top sheets. I feel weird.
2: Our mm. friend Mary came on here and saying that she uses a top sheet, but mm. her, she sleeps on her top sheet. not so she to, Yeah, so she doesn't have to wash her sheets as often.
1: And you're still washing a top
2: sheet. Yeah, but she's not. She does. I'm just saying what she said. And <laughs> I was like... What's the point then? It's
1: like in China, they put a little towel on their pillow so that they can change a towel more often and have a clean face. Interesting. I know. I don't do it, but it sounds good.
0: What are some things that are considered quirks there that you wouldn't do here? Like the, oh. the the towel thing, I guess.
1: Oh, they wear a lot of pajamas out and about, like PJ sets. Really? Yeah, they'll just be out doing like shopping or playing badminton in the courtyard and they're wearing their pajamas. It's weird.
0: My kind of people. <laughs> it's like very leisurely.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's like your clothes are dirty now. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do. One thing that they do that I do also is they wear house slippers. Yeah. Um tosie, That's what we call it. Uh, and I, I wear house slippers at home. I've never barefoot. I don't like the way it feels.
0: Do you take your shoes off when you first walk into the house all the time?
1: Absolutely. See, that's why you have to wear house slippers, because I refuse to bring my house my regular shoes in, and I refuse to be barefoot.
2: Does, do your roommates take their shoes off?
1: Yes. Uh, well, one of them wears her shoes into her room, and then takes it off in her room. And then she kind of stays in her room, so mm. it doesn't affect me.
0: How many roommates do you have? Two. Are y'all
2: close?
1: I'm close with one of them. Mm-hmm.
2: But not the one that stays in the room?
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> She's nice. I don't mind her.
2: How did y'all meet?
1: Uh, We found her like on a a roommate ad service. Oh wow! Yeah, so as our previous roommate, I guess I, you know, I lied about being lucky. Our previous roommate who was there, (laughs) she was the best one ever because she had a boyfriend and she never lived at home, so she paid rent, didn't live there. Fantastic situation, and then she cut off our electricity and left. What? Yeah.
2: Damn.
1: That sucked. Why did she
0: cut your electricity off?
1: She was paying the bill for it, and we asked her how to transfer it in her name, and she said, I don't know, and then we kind of forgot about it, and then she called them and said, please turn off the electricity, and she did it on a weekend, and our electricity had been going out because there was a bunch of storms, so we kind of just thought it happened again, Yeah. and so when we finally called, we had to call the emergency line, and she was like, Well, you know, if you ask the MLGW to cut off electricity and they do it, it's not an emergency. It's them doing what you ask them to do. Mm. It's actually the one rare case where they did their job correctly. (laughs) Uh, So we had to wait for the weekend to be over. And then we tried to get them on Monday and he didn't show up. Or no, he showed up at the wrong time. We told them we're not there till the afternoon and he never showed up. And so we had to do it like on Tuesday before we finally got electricity back.
0: Was Um, it during the summer?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh oh did you
0: lose all your food too in the refrigerator yes
1: we lost our food day one but we lived with like two other people because i have a dog and my friend lived with her friend with um our friends that have two cats and then i hid out in another place with the dog so damn i know
3: that's so fucked up
1: yeah i forgot about that i blocked it out that's why all my (laughs) roommates are very good because i block out all the bad ones wow I know. So this one has never turned off her electricity and that was my only requirement, so she has been fantastic.
0: <laughs> Is she from here?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh no, she She's the one who works at Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's oh, actually okay. moved her from Arkansas here.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, they I've paid never for been her to, into a Trader Joe's
1: before. Well, apparently they're amazing. They paid for her to move. They paid to pack up her stuff. They paid to unpack her stuff. Mm, shit. I know.
2: Wow. So she's like a manager? Like mm-hmm. a store manager or
1: something? Yeah.
0: I know Brad's always telling me they have, like, what is it, two-buck chuck?
1: Yeah, or the something wine.
0: something like that. Like he, he was so excited for Trader Joe's to come here. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, they got this two-buck chuck.
1: Sometimes she brings stuff back from work, and it's always good. Or, like, the seasoning mixes. I like the seasoning mixes.
0: So she has some perks.
1: Yeah, she gets, like, a little bit of a discount. Mm. Not very much, though, but. She brings back a lot of flowers. Because when the flowers are starting to go, they give them away for free, and so she'll take some back.
0: Well, that's going to be nice to mm-hmm. see fresh flowers in the house. You know, uh
2: nice. if you go on Amazon and search Trader Joe' everything seasoning, if people are reselling it on there because yeah. there's not there's not Trader Joe's everywhere. You know,
1: just make your own.
2: That's that's what I thought so too. But yeah. apparently, you can buy them. People are selling like I think it's like three bucks or something like that. People are selling like nine ninety nine.
1: Uh, what? Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. You could be doing that to make money, but also the feel. I would never buy that. What if someone tampered it or opened it or touched it?
2: You 100% on it correct. I've seen people, you know, the videos of people licking the ice cream and putting it back <laughs> in the fridge. Can you imagine if that's you buying the one that just got licked?
1: I think about that a lot, actually. Like if I open ice cream and I was like, mm, this doesn't feel very sealed. I eat it anyway. but there's a little bit of fear in my heart.
3: <laughs> yes. you, did you
1: see the pink sauce lady? The what? There was this lady selling pink sauce. And it was like a bunch of ingredients that had to be refrigerated, but she was not refrigerating it. And it was a whole thing on TikTok for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. It was insane. It was bright pink. It came in like what looked like a Heinz ketchup bottle. It was definitely not safe, not sealed, not refrigerated. The ingredients list was a mess, but it was bright pink. And people were buying it. I was like, that was insane.
0: People will buy anything.
1: Yes, they're stupid.
0: There's an ass for every
2: seat. <laughs> It that really is. That one girl that was selling her bath water, remember? Oh, yes, the and, gamer girl. And then people were drinking it. They were getting drinking sick. Drinking
1: it? Well, yeah, there's
2: potty I, juices. I, I didn't know what else you were going to do with it. Like, Drink it? Yeah, I thought that's the whole reason people were buying it.
1: I guess I thought you were there bathing in it.
0: Mm, how much water were they getting? I don't know.
1: I think it was like, like like a little lotion container or like a kind of like a typical candle size.
2: She made so much money doing that. I'm assuming these are guys Mm -hmm. buying this? Oh, think She's hot, dude.
1: Yeah, she had like a Twitch or something. Mm
0: -hmm. Why are guys so weird?
1: Why are men just so willing to spend money on weird things? That's a real question. How could you harness this for yourself?
3: Hmm. You have
1: every guest has to spit into like a spit bucket. And then you like (laughs) auction off the spit bucket at the end.
0: That is disgusting, man. It is. Like, we had a girl on here, and she does, like, OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about, like, guys want to buy her, like, socks and...
1: Oh. Like, the people who sell underwear?
0: Yeah. That's a huge market. Yes.
1: I've looked into that. It's actually a lot of work.
0: What do they want to do? Are they going to just smell them? Are they going to wear them?
1: I think they're sniffing it.
0: So you wear it for a day
2: and then you bag it so up. So do they want the it to smell?
1: I look. I yeah, wasn't they, researching that part. I was researching how to <laughs> sell
0: it. They uh,
2: so, yeah, they want them. So like, there's different categories, I believe, and um, mm-hmm. they, they want them. They
0: know it's legitimate.
2: They don't. So one chick was saying that uh, she would just get uh, her boyfriend. Oh, to to come on some of them, and then she would <gasps> just mix, and then just mix them like this, you know, and then she would mail them off to so people that wanted.
3: Uh, the person st- I was
2: Stained uh, Stained panties Or whatever Come stained panties Or something like was one of the categories That's
1: gross The person I was like Reading the info From very detailed FAQ page She was like Legit She was like You have to do it You say you're gonna do it You do it You might as well You know You're already putting All this effort in But The big thing is How you get paid Because if you get paid On PayPal They can just take your money At any point If they feel like it So a lot of people Will mm. get gift cards And stuff Wow Yeah Not worth it
0: sex sells though man it's like like they always say like prostitutes like the oldest profession mm-hmm. prostitution or whatever but yeah i mean guys will definitely buy whatever because like who is i was talking to somebody and it was about only fans and like there are these guys that they like the paywall part of it more mm. than the actual just the pictures and then they like the dms because they feel like they have
1: a oh. connection with them Oh, have you ever – I listened to this whole podcast series about uh, phone sex lines. Mm. That was interesting because a lot of dudes were just on there to talk to people.
0: Like just, they were just lonely?
1: Yeah, they just have a connection, chill, chat with someone, get well, off.
0: Did you feel this at all? I heard that a lot of people, like during the pandemic, realize. well, yes, maybe you have roommates, so it was a little bit different. But they, they realized they don't like being alone.
1: Oh. I – um. Since I was teaching from home for a bit, I went to Houston and hung out with my sister. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I guess I didn't want to be alone because I did go seek out family.
0: Yeah. Now, do you think with age you might start thinking differently? Like, hey, maybe I want to settle down. I know right now you're just kind of cool with just mm-hmm. being yourself.
1: I don't know. I, don't, well, I think. Like,
0: do you think? Okay, do you think differently now? I would assume like when you were twenty one versus twenty
1: seven. Hmm. I don't think there's like a a pressure yet that I've put on myself, but I don't know. I think what happens happens very, Mm. you know, go with the flow. I think if you try and plan things out too much, it never works out. Yeah. Um, That's one thing I learned from work. I never plan out too many days because things just happen. Like you never can expect it. You can never plan it. And if you plan too much, you just frustrate yourself. So let things go, come as they will and try and say yes to more experiences. That's why I'm doing this. I've been trying to say yes to more
0: Thank you. Who was You're it? That w- it was somebody we talked to. Oh, it was Dave. This, this guy. And his name is Dave. And like he, he, tr- him and his body. They just, they weren't happy with their, way their career mm. was going. Mm. So he decided to travel the country. What? And then they lived in, um, they lived in Colombia for like three months until the visa ran out. That's cool. And so now he has all these fucking stories. Yes. You know, and he's like, and now he's, ha- he's having a child. So now he's slowing down a mm-hmm. bit. But he's like, yeah, all those yeses got to me to where I'm at right now.
1: Exactly. So how was he traveling the country? Like, was he staying at hotels and stuff? Or was he doing, like, the...
0: They were doing, like, couch surf. There was some kind of website where they would, like, a host would put them up for so long. And then they would get a job and then make a little bit of money. And they had a little bit of money saved up, too. Mm -hmm. And then this is that was really sad. I found out that his buddy is at the point now where he might not be able to walk anymore in a couple of years but he has all those memories of doing all that Mm -hmm. shit you know because you don't want to have a regret like man i wish i would have done that
1: Mm -hmm. yes
0: and i think a lot of us sometimes unfortunately we think we're going to live forever we're not going to have any ailments or something like Mm -hmm. that until it's in our face
1: you just never know you can get hit by a car also we're in america like there could be a gun at any moment (laughs) around the corner there's just a guy with a gun you never know
0: I have never thought about random acts of violence as much as I do now. Oh, yeah. You know, like when I go somewhere. Because you're always hearing about something. I mean, they push it on us a lot, too. But Mm -hmm. there's just, like I saw today in, like, somewhere in Memphis, there was, like, 11 people shot, one dead. And Mm -hmm. it was, like, I was all related. I think it was in Whitehaven, I want to say.
2: Damn. I
1: mean, uh, I was listening to my news podcast a couple days ago, and they were talking about how. Um, There were 67 shootings this year, and that was more than the amount of days in this year.
0: That's just ridiculous. It
1: is. I always think of the Onion headline, nothing can be done. says only country where this happens often.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: it is true, though. I mean, that is the power of the mind, though. Like, you have to be like, I want this to be different. I don't want the same old, same old. Mm -hmm. And most people are just okay with the same old, same old, because that's what they know.
1: That's true. I have been working at the same school for quite a few years. I think about that a lot.
0: So do you have any like future goals or plans?
1: Um, I think it would be nice to be board certified. So if you get your national boards, it's like you're proving that you're a really good teacher and you get paid a little extra. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of furthering in the career field, I do not want to get a higher degree. Um, I think I would like to maybe move to another city. Okay. Not necessarily anything against Memphis. I just like moving and I get feel weird when I've been in one place for too long. Um and then I do want to eventually live in the same city as my family. Hopefully they leave New York. <laughs> 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 or at least just my sister leaves New York.
0: So what is it about New York that you you said it's just
1: It's just you, ugh, too it's just busy? It's so busy. It's so grimy and dirty and it's just a lot. It's a very intense place to be. Everyone's rushing. It's just hard to do things, I think. Like, it's hard to just, like, grocery shop and stuff because you're not using cars. And it's hard to drive there, too. Mm. Everything just feels more challenging. And there's a lot of good parts. But, like, you they have really good food, really good nightlife. Like, going out is fun. But I don't go out that often. I don't eat out that often. So a lot of the good parts aren't enough of a draw for me to make it my daily life versus something I do. I go there up there all the time to visit my family so it's not enough of a payoff that living there is so pressing
0: now would you love like a place like say like washington state or maybe even oregon
1: i love washington dc DC i know it's like beautiful it's way too expensive to live there but it's so fun
0: there is a lot to do there
1: Mm -hmm. they have a good subway system
0: See, I've never been on a subway. I've never been on a subway before now. I just what? thought about that.
1: You should go on the subway. Every country you go to, you should try their transportation system. Yeah. That's what I try and do. It's always fun.
0: I got on one of those bullet trains. Uh um, Those are. And it was like super comfortable. hmm. And it was quick. Like, obviously, bullet train. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. It's just Like I said, just going back to the whole thing, you, like you said, trying different things. You mm-hmm. don't want to. Not try something that you possibly had the opportunity to.
1: Mm-hmm. And I like I like looking at things that are like similar. Like you think they'd be the same, but in different places, but they're different. Like subways, you think they're all the same, but every time you go to subway, you see the different culture of the place. Like Paris, the subway is very similar to New York. It's really kind of dirty, and but it's very bright. Uh, Germany's subway has a map on the ceiling. I find it very hard to navigate with. Maybe they're taller there, <laughs> and like. <laughs> Um, I did not get to check out Dubai's subway, but Hong Kong subway has glass doors covering the whole thing. So like nothing ever falls onto the tracks really, because there's a whole glass tube blocking off the actual subway. So the subway doors line up perfectly with the glass doors. And when they open, you step onto the actual train. So you're very separate. Damn. And like, I always like to go to the McDonald's of every place because I like to see what they offer.
0: Which one has the best McDonald's place you've been to?
1: See, I don't I don't really eat there. I just like to look at the menu. <laughs> I'm not wasting my stomach space on, like, a McDonald's, but I'll go uh, check out and see what you got.
0: Yeah.
2: Street vendors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I, I, that would be weird to, like, go somewhere. Like, this is what I always tell people. Like, when I go out of town, I don't want to do the same thing I could do back home. Yes. Like, people are like, well, let's go drink. You can do that at home, man. Mm. You know Or yeah, like, you said, good vibes. Mm-hmm. like you said McDonald's Like you want to go Somewhere that you can't Get at your home
1: mm-hmm. I eat out a ton When I'm traveling
0: Would you ever like To do like One of those like Shows like Anthony Bourdain
1: Oh I don't think I'm like Captivating enough I think that's a little Work that I'm Like I just want to go And enjoy myself I'm yeah. not over there Trying to be like And then I need to Sell this to you Or explain it super <laughs> yeah. well I'm very bad at Explaining things uh.
0: Yeah, I love watching those shows. I, I'm very envious of those people. Mm-hmm. Like, they are just, they're getting paid on somebody, like, they're traveling on somebody else's dime.
1: Yes. And you, you know. go to places you probably never would think yeah. to go. You get the inside scoop with the the locals.
0: Have you ever watched Somebody Feed Phil on Netflix?
1: I've seen the poster.
0: It's very good. You should watch it. There's, like,
2: four seasons of that show now, right? It's Whoa. a couple. Yeah. But he's, exactly.
0: very, he's very endearing. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very sweet. And, like, he always just gets so excited when he eats something. It's so cute, man. So, like, I like love. Like Guy
1: Fury. <laughs> He's yeah, just always yeah. so happy to yeah. be there. Yeah.
0: And, the, you know, I brought this up the other day. I, I never really knew anything about the Guy Fury guy. I always mm-hmm. saw, like, the memes people making fun of him. <laughs> like, calling him, like, a douchebag and shit oh. like that. And then I started watching him. I'm like, this seems like a really nice guy. Like, mm-hmm. what did everybody hate on this dude? And then, like, during the pandemic, he raised, like, $20 million for restaurants and shit like that. So. Yeah. I watched, like, Guys Grocery Games.
1: Oh, that, I love that show. That show is funny. <laughs> it's funny because it's, like, Chopped is the highest tier of, like, the chefs. yeah. And then the next level is, like, that weird guy, Alton Brown. No, what is it? The Revenge Game where he, like, makes you do all these hard things. That's, like, the lower tier. And then Guys Grocery Games are just, like, regular. <laughs> oh, you
0: know, yeah. My favorite, I love Guys Grocery Games. I like Chopped, but I like mm-hmm. uh, Beat Bobby Flay, too.
1: Oh, that's fun!
0: It's a good one because mm-hmm. they're always like "fuck you, Bobby," <laughs> and then we're going to get somebody to beat you, and it's like you're his friend. But uh, that's a, that's something I would love to do. I would love to, love to learn how to cook like mm-hmm. a nice fancy meal, like mm-hmm. with a little when they you know put the little splash down on the plate. And, <laughs> I mean, it's something I could do because I could go on YouTube and learn. It's true. But there's a lot of skill to that too because our friend Polly, he's a chef, and mm-hmm. you know it's definitely something that some people have something else, like an extra level than most people do.
2: I think you have to be kind of creative too, right? Oh, like yeah. to like make the plate more appealing, you know, like with the mm-hmm. way you do like a little, like,
1: yeah, like wipe the plate down too. Yeah. to care.
2: Yeah. 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 And then what Tony was talking about, like the splashes and stuff, <laughs> you know, like everything, all that matters, how, yeah. how it looks. Like even when we went to, uh,
0: uh the lobbyists like the way they place the stuff on mm-hmm. like the little leaves on top mm-hmm. of shit mm-hmm. it's just it's very artistic it's art
1: and like what size plates and stuff that you use yeah i heard someone criticize that on chop once they were like why'd you pick this size plate you could pick the one right next to it, and it'd be better because blah 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 i was like i never even thought of this stuff yeah uh, but um the pandemic killed it but whole foods used to have a cooking class really Mm-hmm. and it was it was amazing i really hope they come back but You could volunteer for free, and then you would get free food. You would be able to kind of see the class. You could accrue credits that way. Mm -hmm. But I went to a ton of cooking classes. What did you learn how to make? Uh, A lot of pastries. Okay. Um, And then just general like knife skills. How do you hold the knife? Um, And just like general awareness of like the types of ingredients you put in. So like not.
0: How do you hold that? That's a knife right there.
1: You you hold the metal part of it. You can pick.
0: You can open it up.
1: Oh. There's an actual knife. It. Yeah, my
0: buddy got me that for Ooh, uh, my birthday. Knife.
1: Ooh, it's so pretty. So you hold it like this. So you kind of hold the metal part of the blade. Oh, ah, okay. And then you don't put your finger over the top. Like a lot of people want to put their finger on the top, but all it does is wear out your finger. And it hurts. Yeah, so yeah. don't do that. And then when you hold your hand, you want to make a little claw. Okay. And so when you're chopping, one hand is a claw, the one that's next to the blade. So that when you go down, you don't chop onto your fingers. Oh. And all you do is you're, you're kind of using your knuckles to guide it. I'm not super good at knife skills, though. But that is what I picked up from the class. And they like taught you how to cut an onion well, which I I never really pay attention to. So I still don't chop an onion those well.
0: Those people on, on uh, chop, they always end up cutting themselves because they're having to do it so fast because of their time limit. <gasps> they're not
1: clawing it. <laughs>
0: yeah. And then if they get blood in the fucking thing, they can't eat it.
1: That's true. And they got to wear a glove for the rest of the time.
0: Yeah.
2: I love how they just wrap it and then they put a plastic glove and that's it. And I'm just thinking, like, all that blood is going somewhere Like, what if blood is like seeping is into like that stew or the fuck? They're well, making?
0: they'll they'll go back and review the video, and if they think there's any kind of contamination, they automatically pretty much get chopped. Oh, oh really? Yeah, because they they can't have the people risk eating
2: something yeah. with blood. Yeah,
1: that's it. on you. You're a chef. This is your livelihood, and you you can't get your own blood in it.
2: Yeah, like a and you should know thing. how to cut shit. Right, yeah. if you you're on kind of a really important show for well, yourself, I, I think it's a time limit thing that they gets get people stressed and
1: it's the clock ticking down.
0: Thirty yeah.
2: minutes, isn't it? Thirty mm-hmm. minutes per meal, around or, or whatever.
1: It takes, it like adds up, or maybe goes down. I don't remember which. I one. Think I think
0: mean. they start up maybe twenty minutes for the appetizer, mm-hmm. and then they go up a little bit for the dessert and the dinner. Mm Because those generally take longer to cook.
1: And they always got to use Blast, the ice cream maker, or like a Blast chiller, whatever. It never works.
0: And they always fuck up on, um, they're making polenta. Oh. Anytime they make polenta, they're like, they're always like, no one ever makes good polenta. (laughs) 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 And they usually get shot for making polenta. God.
1: I feel like the biggest downfall, because I've seen a a thing and they're like, yes, the food is always cold because the food is hot and then they have to photograph it. So by the Mm. time they get it, like, that's not fair. Yeah. Mm. You're not only making food. You got to make food that's going to be good after like 30 minutes of sitting there.
0: And they have to make four plates. Yes. Because I was like, because one time they, I saw a person make four plates, but they left something off one of their plates. And Mm. I'm like, and they must use the fourth plate for, like you said, the photography Mm -hmm. part of it i like, that's kind of a waste. They
1: always give that one to the judge. So, like, the one that's missing stuff from it. Yeah. hmm And they're like, well, I didn't get to try that because it's not on my <laughs> plate. They're
0: very snooty.
1: They are. I heard that one guy hates red onions. Someone was like, I'm going to go on the show and just serve him a plate of red onions and just
0: watch it. And
1: he's legally obligated to eat these <laughs> yeah.
0: onions. Is that the guy with the white hair?
1: I don't remember which guy it was.
0: I think it's Jeffrey. He seems kind of an asshole. <laughs>
1: Well, the best guy is the host, the one who has to stand oh, there. I feel bad for him. What is his
0: name? Ted or Ted something?
1: I don't know, but he looks so nice. I think
0: he's originally from Queer Eye, like the original Queer oh,
1: really? Eye. I bet he's got good yeah. leg muscles from standing all the time. <laughs> yeah. He does have to
0: stand all mm-hmm. the time. He's so fucked.
1: Yeah. Do you guys ever watch like Blown Away and stuff?
0: Uh, what is that?
1: Oh, my God. It's a glass blowing show. It's so good. It's on Netflix. But the host is also really great. That's why I thought of uh, it. Mm-hmm.
0: What are some shows you're watching right now?
1: Mm, you. The season. I hear the a lot about come out. that. It's really fun. It's kind of creepy, but it's just so interesting to see in the psyche. And then this one's more of a murder mystery uh season, which I love. Um, I've been watching a little bit of Wednesday. I
2: heard that. That's good. That's good. good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Mm, I love it.
1: But I was telling Roll earlier. I have a hard time watching shows because I want to give it all my attention. Yeah. And but I want to look at my phone. But uh. I literally cannot do that while watching TV. So I'll like pause it. So I will watch, like, Wednesday at 10, 15-minute increments. So mm. I think I'm halfway through an episode right now.
2: It's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard this show, uh, Gangs of London. Mm-mm. It's it's very good. Uh, two seasons of it are out now. Uh, Echo 3 is good. Mm-hmm. What are you watching?
0: I just finished Stutz. Have you seen that? The no. Jonah Hill about his therapist?
1: Oh, yes. I've seen the trailer for that. It's really good. Mm-hmm. You
0: should watch that.
1: It's in black and white too, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's really good. Um. What else did I watch? I watched that uh Kaleidoscope.
1: Oh, I did see that. Mm-hmm. Watch it my ma- roommate.
0: I watched I didn't watch in order the Netflix one. I found the one online and yeah, I watched too. that order. <laughs> it was really good. I, I enjoyed it.
1: I definitely like when we were watching we were like well if anyone started with this color i don't remember what it was like i don't think anyone would be pulled into it because it wasn't that compelling but i think it's so hard you have to like think about exactly what information you can give for each one and how intense you can make it and like you have to wrap up this whole like situation into this episode because like you can't have too much of it going the next episode because people won't know yeah it's
3: crazy
0: yeah, I really like that. What else have I seen? Oh, it's not a show, but I watched a movie. I watched that Babylon movie. It's like I'm It's got Brad Pitt, uh, Margot Robbie. Oh. It's really good. It's like uh, Great Gatsby on steroids. Oh. It's really long. It was like three hours, though. It's a really good
1: movie. See, that's too long. Movies are too long nowadays. But
0: see, like that's the beauty of being at home. You can break it up. You don't have to sit there in the theater. And
2: you can start I guess one, that's true. Do whatever you want. You know, like your like, like your TV watching. You know,
3: fifteen. it's gonna take
2: you. It's gonna take you like three months to watch Babylon, but hey, you you'll go. get it done.
0: Oh God! So do you just like? Are you just like that addicted to your phone, or is it like notifications that are like?
1: I think I just um I want to chill, but mm. I can't. I don't feel like I'm chilling when I'm watching <laughs> shows usually. So if I watch it with someone else, I have no problem. Yeah, I'll just keep watching the whole thing, but. I'm easily distracted.
0: Now, do you like the shows like where they have like the commercials in them? Because I've seen that they're doing that, like with Hulu. I think
1: Hulu has commercials. Yeah,
0: does Netflix have commercials too for like a lower no. tier?
1: Not yet. Probably will soon. Netflix is good because it's the only one that doesn't have ads.
0: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: and I have it free through T Mobile right now.
0: See, I have free HBO Max through AT and T. Oh, but I never use it. Hardly ever. Uh, I did watch that Black Adam movie. That was good.
2: Uh, what do you call it? Uh, um, did you guys see that Netflix had to go or reverse their yes! password sharing thing here in America? But <laughs> other countries they're sticking by. It. What? Yeah, in other countries they is they're like, oh, that was that was a mistake. It wasn't. It's not. It's not going to be part of America. We meant a mistake when we said the United States. That's we, stupid. Yeah, but like I've heard other countries they've send it out now. Like, it's kind of dumb because if I'm paying for it, I should mm-hmm. be able to have at least three people or two people to use it for free, right?
1: If, if you have other screens, what's the point of advertising and making me pay more for other screens when you don't want me to actually use those screens? Yeah,
2: because they, they wanted you to, you have to uh, uh, log in from the home router at least once a month. or it's so stupid. Yeah, so they are just
1: money grubby. They, they,
2: had to, they had to scrap that really fast in the yeah. States. <laughs> Did you see, there was like a tweet from like
0: the CEO or something Mm. of Netflix back in the day where he's, like, telling people to share the password. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I think I did see that, He's like, we don't care. Share away. I I think there was even
0: an award show where they they put, like, somebody's password up there.
1: Oh, I know that um, for Valentine's Day, they were like, sharing is caring. And people were roasting them over that, too.
0: I mean... That we used so our gritty. friend Brad's for the longest time. Yeah, we're, I really... I mean. And then I finally just bought my own.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I like I only have my own because of T-Mobile. Mm. And then I share it with my sister and my friend. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's like... It's not like you're stealing. Yes. I mean, you're still paying for it.
1: They like to say, like losing all this money you're not losing any money no one has taken money from you you just don't have this opportunity to maybe get this extra however much dollars
3: mm-hmm.
0: and I definitely don't use mine nearly as much so there'll be like weeks upon weeks where I don't watch something but exactly. I'm still paying for it-
3: mm-hmm. it's a big like scam. I don't even think
0: I I got hulu to watch something and mm-hmm. I've never signed back into Hulu and I'm still paying for it
1: Hulu's great. It has Palm's Burgers, Great North. I like to watch those. A Six Hundred Pound Life, Hoarders.
0: No, <laughs> I cannot watch that kind of show with all the mess. That would drive me insane.
1: But they clean it.
0: I know, but I would have to. I saw this clip where they went to this lady's. This lady, she cleans up people's houses, and mm-hmm. she went in there and they lifted up the mattress, and a fucking mouse <gasps> came out mm-hmm. underneath. And they were like. There was a cat in the room, and like, somebody's like, why is a cat not do anything? And the cat's like, fuck that, man. And I'm like, yeah.
1: The fact that there's only one, that's actually not a bad house. But how do you live like that? The toilets are broken. It's insane. Ugh. It's so sad, some of these conditions that they live <sighs> in. Obviously,
0: it's something mental.
1: hmm But it's just like, why, how do
0: you get to that point, though?
1: That's why I like the show, because it feels, and I know it is obviously a cash grab like every show is, but it feels less so because the there, they have therapists on there as well as a or- professional organizer. And they will like talk about what caused this to happen. Mm. And there's like very specific rules they follow. Like you cannot go behind their back and throw things away because that will not help them with their hoarding. It just makes things worse. So they're very focused on like what sustained change can we cause? And at the mm. end they give you aftercare funds and they always suggest they use it with therapy and then sometimes I tell you they're like, and blah, blah, person is using their aftercare funds for therapy now, and they are doing much better. I'm like,
0: oh, so I'm they should do lives. that. Like what you just said, they should do that. I don't know if it's on there. I don't think it is, but biggest loser, where they would get these people to lose oh, all this weight. Mm-hmm. But then they would go home and then they gain the weight again because they didn't fix the thing in their head that mm-hmm. made them get to that place in the See, first like place. So that's why
1: 600 pound life is better because they have like a diet plan beforehand. Okay. And then they, they have to like show that they can lose the weight before then they'll get the surgery and then they'll keep losing weight and they have to have family support and versus biggest loser where you go there and you get shamed and embarrassed and then you go back to your own life where everything's mm-hmm. still the same. Yeah. And they're like, why, why can't you lose this weight was well, because nobody's giving me like you didn't give me any plans or support you just showed like gave me food one day and then put me on a scale
0: it's like basically being like in the military or a prison oh, yeah. like they're telling you what you have to do with these hours and stuff <clears throat> but exactly. then once you get out that's why I like a lot of people that go to prison mm-hmm. want to go back because they don't know how to deal with life that's not structured
1: exactly and they don't give them any tools for how you can structure your own life yeah but they don't tell them how Or, like, the social skills. How do you interact with people outside of prison?
0: Yeah. Well, we had a lady on here. Her son went to prison, Mm -hmm. and he's autistic. Mm -hmm. That's not why he went to prison. But Mm -hmm. he's autistic, and, like, he wanted to figure out, like, or he wants to go back once he gets out. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: And she's like, oh. And then he has, like, an extra chromosome, too, or something like that.
1: I did listen to that podcast, that episode, in preparation of this one. Yeah, and
0: she was like. Thank you. I don't know why he is the way he is, you know. But then, like, he wants to go back, but he, he loves the factor of everybody doesn't, like, mm. he likes the fact that, like, nobody has a girlfriend because he doesn't have a girlfriend type thing. I should go
1: to, like, a group home. Isn't that what they usually do? He's go to too group violent. Homes? Oh, for group homes?
0: Yeah. He's gone so like he those... can't go to a group home, she said.
1: Oh, What about those, like, uh like where elderly people go like a nursing home but for i guess i guess that is a group home isn't it <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah i don't know it's 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 sad man it is. it is really sad but like doing this thing i've learned so much about people's lives like we've had people who have mm-hmm. lost like a couple hundred pounds mm-hmm. and then they'll talk about their journey and like why they got there and then mm-hmm. why they a lot of them go back
3: mm-hmm. and
0: that's the thing it's like you got to figure out like what's going on in your head the reason why we do most of the shit we do, because you're not going to start anything until you fix your mental
1: it's or also at least hard. be
0: consistent with it.
1: Yeah. It's also hard because like when your body, once your body has attained a weight, it really wants to stay at that weight. It doesn't want to go back down. Yeah. So it's hard to like make sure you never get up to that. But once you do. It's like your body kind of punishes you for it.
0: Well, it's amazing like a body can get to that big.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true.
0: It just keeps on you know?
2: expanding, mm-hmm. expanding, expanding, expanding.
0: And it's like, man, you look like the blueberry girl from fucking Willy Wonka.
1: <laughs> I always thought it was funny on 600-pound life, and they're like, I can't work out. I have a lipoma, which is like a big uh, and they'll like point to something on their leg, and it's just, like a big fat lump. Yeah. And it turns out a lipoma is just like when your body is so heavy, your fat doesn't know where to go, so Whoa. it just picks one spot and goes there. I was like, "You are using your fat pocket as an excuse. Like the only reason you have that is because you're you're not trying to do anything."
0: Yeah. Do you have any type of empathy for those type of people, or are you like figure your shit out?
1: I think. I have a lot of sympathy for them. I think their life is very hard. But I think if you are constantly always trying to find an excuse or just always like, well, this is not my fault because of this, 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 and the other, then, you know, no. I'm not here to let you get away with things or play the blame game or something. Like, if you want to complain about this and not actually make change, you can go complain to someone else. Yeah,
0: I agree with that. Like, I don't have a problem if somebody's not bitching about something. Mm -hmm. But if you're bitching about it and you're not trying to fix it, then stop talking to me about it
1: yes mm.
0: it's like shit or get off the pot
3: mm-hmm.
0: you know like i always say like there's a like some people in, in my life it's like either you're gonna get on board or you're gonna get left behind because mm-hmm. nobody wants to be the person always having somebody dragging them down
1: mm-hmm. and no one wants to have to listen to someone complain all the time yeah
0: it, it's draining
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's so fucking draining and it's like we talked about we're not here very long, so why would you not want to live your best possible life?
1: Mm, very good. Time to travel the country.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Like there's so much to do like you just said, the country, like here, you know, mm-hmm. like all these different states, like the more I get on uh, Instagram to find people and stuff like that, it's just the more I see like the, like those parks in Utah where everything's like red, like, oh, or, like yeah. the Canyon, Red Canyon or whatever, you know, it's like, it's, it, it's just so much going on mm-hmm. and it's really not that far. I mean, I don't know how far it is, but like <laughs> it's in the same country we're in. So maybe, I mean, California from us is what, 3000 miles. So, we gotta be, so. so it's going to be shorter than that. Right. Mm-hmm. So like.
0: Would you ever do, or have you done, like, a road trip?
1: A road trip with my family, like, when I was younger. Like I said, when we went from Arizona to Georgia and then up to New York City. Those Damn. were all if in the car. But um, on my own, I've driven to New York City with my sister a couple times from Tennessee. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. 17 hours. It takes two days. Wow. But those are not enjoyable because you're not, like, seeing things. Yeah. You're just, like, on a crunch to get in and okay. stop driving.
0: Yeah. So, like, my... Go one of my goals I want to do is like get a Winnebago and then travel that way and just like at my leisure,
1: east or west,
0: probably west. I would say
1: definitely more beautiful, yeah.
0: Because, like, you're just like you said, there's so many little towns and Mm -hmm. beautiful sights to see.
1: Your gas mileage in New Mexico is going to be amazing, it is super, super flat, really. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Because, like, even when Dave was talking about how like they traveled from, I think they went from. Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. all the way down. They go to, I know they got here at one point. Oh, shit. Know.
2: They went all the way up to Portland and stuff, you know?
0: Yeah, they mm-hmm. traveled. But they, they were riding bikes for a little bit there. Oh, but then God. eventually, they were like riding Huffies, though. Yeah, like not the and ones you would think. They finally got on like buses and stuff like that oh, okay. to travel.
1: I was thinking about your friends being like, hello, Buff, or something by this point. <laughs> <laughs> Biking around.
0: But yeah, it's just. Like I said, that is one of the things I think mm-hmm. is a, one of the best gifts we can give ourselves. It's just trying to see and do as much as possible.
1: That's true. I had a friend who biked around China on an actual really? bike. Mm-hmm. And he was wow. a photographer. He took a bunch of photos. And I think he may published a book.
0: Oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah.
1: And he had like a bunch of red pepper. And he had like put it around his tent to keep the wolves away. What? Yeah. Damn.
0: That is fucking wild.
1: Mm-hmm. That could be you biking around the country. I don't know if the wolf problem's very serious here though maybe you wouldn't eat the pepper <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> wow mm-hmm. so what is uh what's next for you
1: in life? yeah um I'm gonna keep teaching, see where that takes me. I'm hoping to stay e s l even though I'm certified in all elementary contents um I I'm kind of in a weird spot where I'm like waiting a year to see how life goes and then deciding if I'm staying, if I'm moving what's going on. So.
0: Well, you got a lot of life ahead of you. Hopefully (laughs) young. I mean, as long as we're breathing, we all have a lot of life ahead of us. Exactly. We're not like Jimmy Carter in hospice. right
2: now. (laughs) I heard heard that on your Amazon yesterday. I was like, "Damn." damn, but he's so old now, right? He's like a hundred something. He's ninety eight. 98? I was like,
1: hundred something seems a bit much. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But,
1: I th- yeah, I think right now it's not a lot of pressure. Just kind of like look, taking it as it goes, and then seeing where this next year takes me, and if I want to move or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So is you're getting like that? What is a like seven year itch? Like mm-hmm. You just got to just got to do something else.
3: Yeah.
2: Are you gonna try to link up with your sister in a different city. Is that would yeah, that be a
3: goal? Or that, something you that's would, definitely would, my goal. would like? Mm-hmm.
0: Get her to like do some mind tricks on her to get her to get out of New York.
1: <laughs> that's true. Or maybe I'll just move out east and then I'll be slightly closer.
0: Could you deal with the? Do you like colder weather?
1: No. <laughs> There's a lot going against it. My mom so... was like trying to guilt trip me about it. <laughs> she was like, I, I. She had cancer. She's like, I had cancer. You don't know how long life is. I was like, No, we could all die at any moment. Same here. Calm down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Florida. California. Mm. Since you don't like cold.
1: that's true. At least Florida is closer than Tennessee.
0: Yeah. I think Montana would be nice.
1: There's nothing there. I know. There's, I think Montana's like two escalators in the whole state. <laughs> or or maybe it's the Dakotas.
0: I want to go to Montana.
2: We got a friend that lives there. He owns a... a, a Ranch. Clothing apparel, pretty much. He might as well. He probably has a ranch too, but mm. um, it's called Dude That Lifts. And I mean, his thing has gotten his brand has gotten so huge in the past oh, two goodness. years, it's insane. But he lives up there, and and um, he's coming on here and he just talks how beautiful it is all the time up there.
1: I'm sure it is. No, nothing to block the view. It's all buildings. I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> it's all flat. No buildings.
0: Would you like to live in the mountains? um sure because i saw there's some guy on instagram or youtube or something like he goes around just traveling taking pictures of people random people Mm. and he was taking pictures of these ladies in front of the mountain i was like man that'd be really cool
1: Mm -hmm. just to see
0: that every day
1: it really would be beautiful i guess a valley would be better Then you can see the mountains easier all the time
0: Mm. could you see yourself living in another country
1: Probably not. I think I'm going to stay in the States, but definitely traveling to more countries. Yeah. to to, like, more continents. Like, I've hit Asia quite a few times, but I think South America might be fun.
0: South America is beautiful. Well, like, where we went. We went to Colombia. Like mm-hmm. I said, it was beautiful there. I want to go to Brazil. I think that would be nice.
1: hmm I hear the food's good.
0: I hear it's really dangerous there, too, though. You got to be careful. Brazil? Yeah. yeah.
1: Everywhere's dangerous.
0: Some more than others.
1: That's true he's there, he's on the list
0: <laughs> I, I told this story before, but like when I went to Africa, so I like we flew in, get off the plane, this driver picks us up. we're supposed to go to this Airbnb for like a night before mm-hmm. we go do our safari stuff, so I'm sitting there, and at first, I walk up to the dr- which I thought was the passenger side, but it was driver's yeah. side <laughs> drive on the other side of the road, so we're getting getting the, the van and we're driving there's no lights, ooh. And I'm like, he dips off this dirt road. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm dead. Because <laughs> I mean, if if they wanted to kill me or us, what are we gonna fucking do? And
1: everyone thinks Americans are rich.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. that is true. It is true. And they barter the fuck. You have to barter in yes. these other countries too.
1: Oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah, I just want to pay.
0: Like I, all those masks that I bought. Like I went to the the first one I bought. I went to this lady, and because I always like to bring something back from everywhere I go. Yeah. And this lady was like, like, I think she said like 100 U.S. Ooh. And I'm like, no. And she's like,
2: my family, we have to eat. <laughs> we have to eat. 100 U.S. is like so it's much so money for so much money, man.
0: Yeah. I think I ended up getting her down to like, I ended up getting a bunch of shit, but it was like 20 bucks. But they did rip me off. They sold me some. This one chick hit me up. She's like, <laughs> She's like, hey, can you get some tanzanite for me? Oh. And I was like. I don't know what that is, but let me yeah. ask. So I went to his little shop and they, as soon as we got out, they could tell we were Americans mm-hmm. and they were all like, come, 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 come. And so we get to this one and this guy like shows me this Tanzanite allegedly.
3: Oh, and it
0: was a rip off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it? Like a rock, like a, a ruby or something? Yeah, It's like a, it's like a jewel.
2: Oh, Okay.
0: And I took it to Preston, and he's like, I had something else. And yeah. I ended up giving it to Glass. the girl. Because the girl wanted it because that was her fiancé's like birthstone, and he had died.
1: Tanzanite is a birthstone?
0: I think did it was you, something to that effect. Did you tell her it was fake? No. Yeah, yeah, I told her. Uh, I would have been like, I, be like hey, I, mean, I paid for it. <laughs> no, I know, oh, but, but I'm I mean, saying you're like. you giving it to her. Oh, yeah, you're. you're, you're I mean, it, technically, and, it was from Tanzania. So, I mean, so that <laughs> made a <chance> like- <laughs> hey, you know, we're putting work together, of- <laughs> Cause I, like I said, I never heard of it before. You just and- kind
1: of mumble a little too.
0: Yeah. Like. Yeah. And I think, like, I didn't have, like, I had some, I had some euros from my trip to like Barcelona or something. Oh, okay. And that's why I ended up giving them. So I didn't give them like America. Well, actually, it was more money, actually.
2: Cause <clears throat> euros are more, right? Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm.
1: But if you change it into a euro and change it back, you lose money. So you might as well spend it.
0: And I try to keep money too. Like I always, I always have like a, I, was giving, I was giving people like these shillings. They were like ten thousand dollar shillings. It's like four dollars.
1: <laughs> my and goal is to spend every dime. Like if I have like paper cash, I'm yeah. spending all of it. I'm not changing any of it back.
0: You don't bring it back. No, as a souvenir. I, I
1: have a lot of coins. Oh, and I don't know what to do with them. Yeah, it's
0: I a big always problem. Like, I like try to keep some stuff. Like I'll keep like my tickets.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I, t- I take
0: that back. I did ride subway. Was it fun? It was. Which country? But this was in Barcelona. Mm.
1: I bet it was clean. Yeah, it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Every they eat horse. They
0: eat horse over there.
1: What's that taste like?
0: I didn't have it, but we went to this market and they had it.
1: Should have tried it. I bet it's gamey. They
0: had, and, what else? I think they. Oh, that was in that was in uh, Tanzania. They had like this goat head. Like now, mm. this other market. And then these other people on this pizza. There's some type of pizza they have there, and I was like, there were flies all on it. I'm like, I'm Ooh. not. I'm not.
1: Did eating you eat that. the goat
0: though? I've had goat, but not there.
1: Oh,
3: Okay. Not
0: I think I, I had goat. flies. <laughs> no, I'm well, I, like, take, I take that back. I did have goat in dancing because they don't eat uh, pork, pork over oh. there. So a lot of it was goat.
1: That makes sense. Goat's a very strong flavor.
0: Like, what is your favorite meal? Meal? Yeah.
1: Oh, my God. That's so many things.
0: All right. I'll give you top three.
1: Okay. Oh, God. Um, Like meal I can cook myself or like meal I've eaten out somewhere?
0: Eaten out first and then that you've cooked.
3: Mm.
1: I have had pasta in Italy. So all the pasta in Italy. Can I count as one? <laughs> And then I had this really good chicken in Portugal. They're known for like their like fire roasted chicken. Mm. Oh, it was so good. Um, I'm forgetting like every food I've ever eaten in my <laughs> life.
2: Yeah. it's like when he puts you on the spot. It's I like know. oh, man, I, forgot, like, I forgot. I forgot.
1: I know, like pork belly, pork belly, pork belly China. is good. Oh, so fantastic, especially with rice. Yeah, anything with rice is good.
0: Mm. So, are you a big foodie? Would you call yourself?
1: I like to eat food, yes. And, like, if I go to new places, i always try and eat something different or, like, eat what's of the region.
0: Yeah. Now, do you cook a lot yourself? Mm -hmm, Yeah. Is it from what the class is or is that just something you were always into?
1: I just like cooking, yeah. Uh, Mm
0: -hmm. So what is your favorite thing to make?
1: Anything with rice. (laughs) Definitely. I'm like rice and pesto, rice and spaghetti sauce, rice and, like, soy sauce. Or I'll try and add, like—
0: Rice and spaghetti
1: sauce? Oh, yeah, Definitely. Like instead of pasta or like um, fried rice. But instead of rice, you use like macaroni noodles. So just very versatile, easy things. Mm. That's what I like doing. I have an instant pot. I have an air fryer. So.
0: Are you into steak? No. No?
1: Yes, but I don't cook it myself. Oh.
0: Mm -hmm. I love steak.
1: Yeah. I'll do stuff like take chicken or pork or whatever and dump it in the instant pot and then put a bunch of sauce or seasoning Mm. and then let that cook for a while.
0: Do you like spicy?
1: Mm -hmm, I'll eat spicy. No. good. (laughs)
0: Like my buddy, we went to this place. What is it called? Los Camales. Los Camales. Mm -hmm. It was really good. Mm -hmm. But he like tried this little sauce and he was like, oh, it's spicy. The green sauce. Oh, And then he just poured more of it <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to be like
2: no But he loved that shit It's so good But it's hot Like you'll sweat from eating it Like it's like so hot there's Do you hole? like Mexican food?
1: Um, usually no Because I don't like beans
2: uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. So that's like a lot of food <laughs> But the rest of it yeah um, There's a region in China called Sichuan And they eat spicy food Like they're known for their spiciness It's like to the next level Really? really? Mm-hmm. They say like average people are afraid of spice, but they're afraid it's not spicy.
2: Wow. Dump, dump, dump,
1: dump. And they have like this fish dish that they eat and it's just swimming in oil and chili peppers. Mm.
0: Can Literally. you give us a little bit of a lesson in, would it be Chinese? Is that the proper way or Mandarin? is it Mandarin? Mm-hmm. yeah. So what is something you could teach us?
1: Mm. Okay, let me think it. Oh, you know what might be useful? So something like, "How much is that?" Okay. Or like, "Where is the bathroom?" Okay. Okay, so like, if you want to know how much something is, you can say, "多少钱."
2: 多少钱 Yeah. 多少钱多少钱多少钱
1: qián. 多少钱?
2: Say, say, mm-hmm. say it one more time. So, 多少钱 <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I knew you wouldn't am <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: so the first one is 多多多 qián. 天? Mm-hmm. Duo And then Tian is kind of like a like a C H almost. 錢. 錢? Mm-hmm. 多少錢? How much money? Uh, okay. And 多少錢? then you can say, 太多了, Too much. And then you get a lower price. Ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was the best when we went to that lunar new year. Uh Zeb's friend is uh he grew up in China. Mm-hmm. Until he was like five or something. something. I can't remember. But anyways, we were sitting at the table and uh there was a bunch of people that they were like all like friends or whatever. They're doctors, mm-hmm. and he just started speaking Mandarin to them, awesome. and they were like, "What?" Because <laughs> if you look at this guy, you would not think that he would speak Mandarin at all. But it was fucking awesome, man. That was a really good dinner, though. I'm mm-hmm. glad I went because it was like they had like this. They had like a little ceremony they did with the dragons and mm-hmm. all that shit. Nice. It was really fucking cool, and the food was amazing. The only thing that no one really liked the chicken. Because they had the cold chicken with the head on the oh. thing. And that one, no one really you know ate. know,
1: chickens have heads. You should not I, be afraid of seeing them. I
0: understand, but even the people that are Asian or were Asian were not, <laughs> not eating it either. Maybe
1: they didn't do a good job. It was like really Possibly.
0: cold. It was like, mm. I don't know. I don't know. That was the only thing that no one really liked. Yeah. The duck was really good.
1: Oh, my gosh. Duck is always good.
0: They had some type of, uh, what else did they have? They had some pork belly. Mm-hmm. That was fucking amazing. fantastic. Yeah. that was, Like I said, I'm glad I went, because mm-hmm. that was definitely an experience. Like I said, yes. Saying yes. Does that text do you, me? He's like, you want to go? I was like, sure.
2: Yes mm-hmm. to experiences. Mm-hmm. How do you say yes?
1: Um, si. So? Mm-hmm. It kind of depends on the situation you use it in, mm-hmm. though. So, like... Yeah. Si kind of works. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, how difficult would it be for somebody to learn how to read it first speak it
1: or uh, write
0: spell write it out
1: okay so writing and reading very hard because every character is kind of unique yeah so it's pretty hard to pick up because you got to like memorize a ton of pictures <sighs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: and what did you say it says on your shirt
1: oh it says way way like hello when you're on the phone
0: and what is the p looking thing
1: where this is oh this is the whole word is one word See, so it's got fuck? two little pieces to it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: That is so fucking
1: wild. Yeah. Like, how did somebody
0: come up with that? So,
1: like, this is the call. So, it's like a mouth. So, this is a word that has to do with your mouth.
2: What the fuck? Wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, there you go. And ask, then, me,
2: ask me, ask me, do I want to go rip some beers? Ask me that question.
1: Oh,你想去喝啤酒吗? So. <laughs> <laughs> Well see that one's different. You would say "xiang" like "oh, wait,
2: what, or, what is it? Okay, what is it?
1: Xiang, xiang." I'll oh, ask Megan. Okay,
2: <laughs> How do you say "cheers"? Gombe. Gombe.
0: Gombe.
1: I've heard that one.
0: Yeah. Uh, what is "thank you"? 谢谢. What is one? What is uh? Where's a word I'm thinking? How do you say
2: "hello"? 你好. 你好.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like most people know "你好". 谢谢.
2: pao. Oh, gambe. Gambe, gambe, mm-hmm. gambe. So it's
1: like dry cup.
0: How do you say party?
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: Yeah, It's so wild, man. Mm-hmm. How, do say, how do you say beautiful?
1: Meili.
2: Meili. Mm-hmm.
1: Or piāliang. <laughs> piāliang. Mm-hmm. And then if you say someone's like really pretty, they'll go, nāli nāli, like where, where, where. No, <laughs> no, no, no.
2: Nally, Nally, Nally,
0: Nally. <laughs> so, can you just talk a bit <laughs> for us?
1: Yeah. Sure. So, like, um, just whatever? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you name is Lu Xiaohui. I was in I I in I I
2: She said, I wasted three hours of my life coming on this podcast today. <laughs> All right, what'd you say? No, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> I said that I said my name is Lu Xiaohui Kareen, and uh, that I moved here when I was 17. I'm a first grade teacher and I love Memphis.
0: That's fucking
2: awesome. That's so cool.
1: Oh, uh, here's something fun for you guys Ma Wong. That's what we call Elvis, the Cat King. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ma Wong.
2: Why
0: do you call him the Cat King?
1: No clue. <laughs> I guess he's a cool cat. Oh, no. oh yeah. yeah. But guess... nobody knows where Memphis is. So I'd usually just say, like, oh, yeah, the home place of the Ma And they're all like, oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. Can we do here some more?
1: Sure. Okay, can you just give me whatever. like a topic to talk about? Uh, let's see. I we talk about food. Yeah. Okay. Okay. 我特别喜欢吃米饭, 特别是白色的米饭, uh,
2: What'd you say? What'd you say?
1: We just talked about rice. Oh, <laughs> really? And like meat how you make, and veggies. Um, how
2: you like cooking it and stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. That My sister really cool. says I
1: should eat brown rice, but I don't care. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is brown, brown rice, rice supposed to be healthier? I heard it's he worse for she you.
1: Says.
0: I heard It's not good for
1: you. Oh, but perfect. On the record, Janice. Yeah, that's what why. Why
2: do they always try to say not to eat rice when, like, when they're telling people to like work, like, lose weight? You know. You know but I then you see know. like how. People in Asia live, and they're skinny, and they're in shape, and they're healthy, okay. and they eat rice. That's because
1: the portion sizes are different. Like, if ah. you are eating – it's so much easier to eat a variety in China because we're not eating our own dish typically. Like, sometimes for lunch and stuff you will, but in general, if you're out eating, you're eating your own bowl of rice and then, like, a ton of veggies in the middle, which is, like, usually about two veggies to one meat dish.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're getting a wider variety than you would in the States. In the States, you order something – you get all protein, all carb, and then like the teeniest little suggestion of a veggie on the side. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's huge. The portion size is ginormous.
2: Yeah, we our food is a lot. Like mm-hmm. when we order,
0: that's why I love like Korean barbecue because they give so you good. all those little little dishes mm-hmm. and a little thing of rice. But yeah, it's I don't know. There's like I said, the, going back to the beginning. I think we just need to. See and do more and experience more. That's why I always say, like, food too can bring people together, like mm-hmm. anything else.
2: I think that's what made Anthony Bourdain's show so popular mm-hmm. was because, you know, he was always eating all different things, being very grateful for yes. eating all different things.
1: And he would never be like, Ooh, it's a bug. I can't yeah. eat that. He's like, actually willing to try things I would not try. I would never eat a bug. <laughs>
2: Because, no he, he, for you? because, you know, he would never want to uh, disrespect the person or culture yes. that he was uh, in or at, you know.
1: And I, like, even if he didn't like it, he would like say something good about it or like say what he didn't like about it. Like it was never like, this is nasty that they eat this. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's really this, that or the other. And that's why I don't like it.
2: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow.
0: Would you like to ask her your
2: question? Oh, yeah. Um, what is your definition of happiness? Oh. And are you currently happy? I would say yes,
1: I am currently happy. I think the definition of happiness is kind of a general being pleased with your life, like a contentness. Not to say that you think your life is the best that it could be, but that you are pleased with where you're at and where you're going. I like that. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. I don't know why I just whispered I like that. <laughs> <It just clears throat> this
1: is all the practice I've gotten. From, like, when you're driving in your car (laughs) or, like, you're taking a shower or you're laying in bed. You're always doing practice interviews.
0: You do that a lot?
1: Yeah, actually, more than I think I realized.
0: Mm. Do you talk to yourself a lot? Yes. He tells me he talks to himself a lot.
1: Mm -hmm. It's because when I think, I think in words. Oh. Like, whole paragraphs.
2: See, conversation with yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I try to tell him that's normal, but he's like, no, it's not.
1: I've also done like really long car trips. What are you, you going to do? Sit in silence? If you talk to yourself, you're very engaged. Don't fall asleep when you're talking to yourself.
3: Mm-hmm. That's the key.
0: Like I told him the only time I, like, I'll like i say something to myself is like if I'm trying to motivate myself to do something. Oh.
2: Oh, no, we, we like, what, which we were talking about. No, I know oh, what you're saying. Oh, I'm okay.
0: saying mm-hmm. me personally.
2: Oh, I got you. My
0: bad. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'll be like, don't be a little bitch, man. You can <laughs> fucking do this. Go do it. Do it. You know. And then I'll think, I will. T- there's sometimes I'll be like, man, what if I didn't have legs? Or Ooh. what if my hands didn't work? Or Like, would I be complaining about doing this thing that I don't want to mm. do? Mm. Or I'm going to fucking do it. And then I'll do it. Because, that Good you know, you. Uh, there's one day that. As if I'm lucky enough to get older, mm-hmm. stuff's not going to work anymore like it does right now.
1: That's a very good point. You know. And then
0: I love, like, watching, like, sad stuff. <laughs> because then I'm like, man, those those people are doing it. I was at the gym one day, and this guy was with his son. And they were on, like, the stair stepper thing. And the guy was just sitting there. I was like, why is he being making the kid walk up on the stair stepper? It's kind of cruel. <laughs> And then they got done, and I saw the kid was, like, limping. Like, I guess it was, like, a rehabilitation thing that they were doing. And then I was like, fuck, man. If this kid is trying to do better, I can be trying to do better. That was another thing with the podcast, too. Like, I recently started going to the gym, Mm -hmm. like, in October. And I was like, because we listen to all these people talk about what they did. And I Mm -hmm. was like, man, if they could do what they did, I can do, you know, be more active. Mm -hmm. And I always say, like, What's the point of one nice shit in life if you're not healthy enough to enjoy it?
3: Very
1: true.
0: You know, cuz like the one thing that affords us to do all this stuff is our body mm-hmm. and our mind. So if you're not taking care of that, you know, it's there's there's really no <clears> point of any of the, anything else because you know, and then when you hear about people your age getting older and dying, you know, um, it really it really you know, puts you in gear. Mhm. Yeah. So, But my questions I like to ask are, what's your advice for people, and what mark do you see yourself leaving on the world?
3: Mm. I think the
1: mark one is easy. I think anyone who's a teacher, it's very easy to be like. Every single student that I've met with, I hope I have done something to better their lives and to make them more self-sufficient, caring people. Um, What was the first one?
0: What's your advice for people?
1: Oh, I think my advice is to... Figure out the exact amount of effort you want to put into everything. Don't put too much effort into things that don't deserve it. So, like, when you're at work, people want to give 100 to everything. Don't give everything 100. Things don't all deserve that, you know. Figure out exactly how much effort or how much time things will take. Give it exactly what it needs, and you're going to do so much better in life.
0: Boom. Now, don't you think this, like, uh, it kills me about some people. It's like they'll put everything into their fucking job, but they won't do the same for themselves.
1: Yes. Because mm-hmm. they like, can't anymore. They gave it all to their job. They don't have anything left.
0: Yeah, it's like you have some hours outside of there mm-hmm. to do something for yourself that you can break free if you really want to.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, because I my career field is a really high burnout field. Yeah. So, like, I see a lot of newbie teachers. 100 into everything because they haven't figured out what doesn't need that yet Mm
3: -hmm. and the
1: the sooner you figure it out and the sooner you give appropriate energy to things you can actually focus on what you need to focus on and like like i really like playing games with the kids and so i put a lot of my energy into developing the games developing the workshop the worksheets like Mm -hmm. figuring out what activity we'll do together and i have the energy to do that because I'm not spending as much energy on the other parts that don't take as much.
0: Mm, interesting. My last two questions. Well, I got another one after this one, but my last two that I normally would ask are mm-hmm. what do you think happens when we die mm. and who would you like to give flowers to or appreciation to?
1: Mm. Um, Well, I am a Christian, so I like to think that after we die, we, uh, we go to heaven. I do believe in some sort of purgatory. So like, I don't necessarily believe in people staying in hell forever because I know a lot of people like to think that um, and give flowers to, I guess my family, mm, um, nice. my roommate who did not join me today, but I still appreciate her. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's too early. <laughs> yeah. She's going to listen to it and you get the end. No.
1: Yeah. Well, she makes it to the end.
0: Yeah. And what are you grateful for?
1: Mm. Mm, friends, friends and family. Definitely. Anyone who cares for me. Um, people who spend time with me or take time out of the day to think of me.
0: And what do you think teachers would want people to know about being a teacher today?
1: We are not fighting against you. Everything that you're so worried about, it's all to benefit their kids. You think about things, you get so scared about it. Our whole goal is to make your kids not as scared as you. So when you look at things like, quote, unquote, new math, and you're freaking out about it because it's not what you're used to, This will only help your kid be even better than you. And that's all we want is for the kids to do better than you will ever do. And if you think kids are getting way easy with stuff because they like don't have much homework, think about you growing up with your homework and don't you want them to do better than you and not have the exact same tediousness as you.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. it's like they
0: say You want to leave the world better than when you came into it
1: Yes mm-hmm. And it may look different and it may feel scary Because it is so different But it's going to be better
0: Because yeah, a be lot okay. of people, that is true A lot of people are afraid of change mm-hmm. And they're so resistant to change So anytime anything that like bucks the system That they're normal, like, yeah. what they think is normal They want to go against it
1: And like p- other people can't have their student loans paid off yeah. Because I already paid mine off So why should anyone else You know what? I've also paid my loans off, too, and I would love for everyone else's to be forgiven. Yeah.
0: And it's just like like people, like, at one time, people were against cars. But do you want to have, like, shit in the fucking streets from horses? Or do you want to walk everywhere? Or I mean, just imagine if people were like, you know what? I don't think we need to invent a wheel.
1: People used to be against paper. I've read a thing from a a school principal He was like, these kids nowadays, they don't know how to, they get chalk dust all over their shirts. They don't know how to use a chalkboard correctly. And I have to remind myself, like whenever new technology comes in, that I cannot, like I can't fight against it because I cannot fight against paper. You know, we just need to take things as they come.
0: Have you used that chat GPT or whatever it's called? No. Like I hear that everybody's still afraid of that, but I'm like, it's just regurgitating shit that's online already.
1: That's true. You can't give technology too much credit. People yeah. want to be like, the AI says it wants to be alive. The AI doesn't say anything. People who program it say things. Yes. We really need to be looking at programmers yeah. and the biases we inject into things.
0: Like I've heard like even like with some of the facial recognition apps, like the Ooh, people those will, are a
3: little scary. <laughs>
0: they will build that around what their normal is or their idea of what something is. So they mm-hmm. don't always just build it for the masses.
1: Yeah, I do think that like that type of stuff where ai like takes from artists ai doesn't really have an ability to create on its own it can only like remix things that it's seen mm-hmm. like i've seen the watermarks and the signatures of people regurgitated on the ai in like like little squiggles so mm-hmm. like clearly they're taking previous work and trying to credit it as its own yeah so that's what i'm afraid of but
0: well they got this whole new thing now it's like the ai porn Oh. Where it's like they these women they look like real women but they're they're AI but mm-hmm. I, they had to take it from other faces I'm sure of yes. real people but like there's something weird like you look at the hand and it will be like yes. misplaced or they or have
1: something. too many teeth
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then I did see the other day that this is a thing that a lot of people are upset about like they're taking women and putting their face on the AI porn like so real women. Ugh.
1: I would never, and that's so bad for so many people's career. What if I got caught like that?
0: Yeah. And everybody I'm, thinks that's really you.
1: Yes. And also, ew, what if someone's like doing stuff to that picture of me? That's, that's
0: gross. Once we go back to guys mm-hmm. being weird. Oh, and guys, mm-hmm. no dick pics.
1: Mm hmm. Ooh, and also, but like right back to the, where we talked about the phone sex and stuff, it's all about connection. Yeah. They're never, that's not going to stick around. They don't, it does, it's not just a beautiful picture that they care about, it's connection. hmm.
0: What do you think about those people that fall in love with like floaties and like sex dolls and stuff like that? I think. You think they, they need are. to be committed? Yeah, They're fucking weird. I, I think
1: it's too limiting their idea of what a connection is. Like, what is, you know, sometimes they like don't understand the concept of just friendship. And so yeah. they try and seek out connection whenever they can and it goes too far. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I saw some guy was in <laughs> love with like his inflatable balloons. Like those pool balloons or whatever.
3: Mm. It
0: was very weird. But, I mean, I guess he's not hurting anybody.
3: That's true.
2: This one one guy married his uh, sex doll.
1: Mm -hmm. And
2: now the sex doll is pregnant. I saw an update the other day about it.
1: How does he do that? A tiny sex doll? (sighs) Man,
2: I don't know. You going to marry yours over there? (laughs) She's (laughs) like, I go, hey, you can sit sit (laughs) here. Whichever one you want to sit at, she goes, I'm going to sit away from that. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh, man. Well.
2: Thank you so much for coming.
1: Thank you for having me. Yes,
2: yeah, great. Man. Do
1: you guys have like a wrap-up line? I should say or anything. No. Okay. Mm. Goodbye. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> oh, say, say, say it. Say in Mandarin.
1: Oh, okay. Say, take us out. Take oh. us out of Mandarin. Give me a second. Let me think about how to say. Listen again. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. All right.